Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours, family. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue. All right. Very soon I will be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. All right. And we have a very wonderful, powerful Impactful show in store for you tonight. So welcome back to Know the Ledge Radio. All right, make yourself comfortable, family. The chat room is open. Okay. And um, let's see if my co-host is in the building as of yet. They got a new studio back here on Blog Talk. You know what I'm saying? It's Studio 3.0, so hopefully everything, you know, they just didn't work on the cosmetics of their studio, but hopefully the platform is working a little bit swift as well. All right. So let the family know that you are here, rocking out the best tonight on KTL Radio. Send a tweet, okay? Uh, update your statuses. Um, what is it? Repost it on the gram. Do whatever needs to be done. Send a smoke signal out. Let the family know that you are in the building. Rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. All right, we have a lot of special announcements in place for you this evening. I will definitely wait till my bro ham gets in the building so we can get directly into that as well. All right, give me one second. I just want to share this on the networks on air now. Tune in. Okay, okay. Let's see. Yeah. Brother Red, if you're in the building, well, I see you in the building. Press one on your phone. Let me see if this uh, if this call queue does something different, distinctively different. Okay, that's what it does. Cool. All right, call it from the three four seven six five zero. Peace to you and yours. Peace. Peace, peace, peace to the family. Peace to the family. Live and direct. It's your. Brother, aka Big Red, here with Little Red. Say peace. Peace. Hey, what up? 
shop in the building. Nothing. Okay. How you been, man? Good. Okay, I only get a chance to speak to you when your daddy around, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're honest about it. You know, I've been following you on Facebook. That's how I keep up with you. Yeah. Nope. No? Not true. So what's going on with you, Amir? Nothing. None at all? Yeah, I'm getting ready for my ACL trip. Oh, you're going to the A? Yeah. Okay. I'll be down there. All right, I'll see you when you get down there. And our special guest tonight is the A, Grandma. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got a lot of special... You got a lot of family in the A, not only on your mother's side, but, you know, you got nieces and nephews and cousins and, well, I got nieces and nephews, which means that you got cousins, yeah. You know, you got a lot of family that you probably never met yet, because I'm just meeting some of them myself, so, you know, hopefully we get a chance to move around and make some introductions. Mm -hmm. Okay? We need to just do a family sure. gathering out there, maybe this summer. But anyway, you know, we're in the building, so it's me and the co-host tonight. I'm back in New York City. Uh, shout out to Texas. Shout out to Houston, Texas. Shout out to Wisdom. Shout out to Nubia. Shout out to her mother. Shout out to the family out there, Talik. Uh, all of the new family that I met, Brother Josh. Uh, it's a few people, you know what I mean? Shout out to everybody. Yo, Houston, Texas. That's a, that's a good look, though. Shout out to Sharazad Ali, who was in Houston, Texas this weekend at the Shrine. Tore it down. You know what I'm saying? The same thing that she did when did she came to home. Did you caught that? I didn't okay. get to catch. Did yeah, you catch? I, I, I caught, like, the, the tail end of it. But she was in town. Uh, Sandra Frazier was in town. Jerry Miller. Yeah, I was about to ask you, did you catch the Millers? They was in town, too. Yeah, I didn't get to them. I didn't get to them. Oh. Oh, yeah. The family thing, I was all the, I was 10 toes. So by the time we finished doing all of that, it was real late. So. Yeah. But they turned up, though. They, they, they want the pills out there. I could tell you that. They're asking. You know, or they okay. want KTL. You know what I mean? They want what KTL has to offer. They want that lineup because there's a lot of listeners out there. It's a lot of people that listen to the show, man. I had a great two weeks to reflect and just to put a lot of things in retrospection and to look at it from a whole other vantage point. You know, when you find yourself out of town, one of the benefits of it is that you can view the playing field or the playing board, for that matter, or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see how crazy these niggas look in New York. (laughs) You see, I mean, you stand on a different stage, yeah, and you get exposed. Look, I was I was the fly on the wall in many conversations just listening to what people had to say when they didn't really know that I was listening or who I was when I was in the spot. You feel yeah. me? And it's, it's, it's interesting, the perception of people who are not from New York that are out of town that are exposed to 
what we call as the conscious movement. You know what I mean? They call it the conscious misnomer, the conscious community. I refer to it as the conscious network. You know, the schools of thought and discipline. But family, you know what it is. The gods on earth, man. Like, let's be for real. And, you know, it's, it's, it puts a lot of things in perspective, man. And I, I'm just really, really, like, I'm seeing the value of KTL as an entity, you know what I mean, as a as a as a body of work, as a as an actual being, an entity, a, a movement, you know what I mean, like something with a with a body, a spirit, a soul, you know. And, and this is a very honored, a very well respected, a very effective brand, a very effective, you know, um, uh, entity that we have. So. You know, I really, you know, for everybody that's been riding with us from day one, you feel me, that uh, they make KTL for what it is, all of the contributors, you know, everybody, it's, it's just a legend, it's legendary. Imagine if every show was a documentary, you know what I mean? Detailed, like, you know, it's 500 hidden colors. But that's a different story. Yeah. Basically, Indeed. you know what I'm saying? That's how I view it. Um, it's the same. You know, I'm out of town still, you know, and, you know, I, I've been trying to tell you the same situation that you're repeating, you know, that I'm privy to be in the midst of a lot of conversations that take place, and I hear people's unique perspectives about how they view what's going on in the quote-unquote community, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't refer to it as that either because it, ha- it has taken on and that the people run with, and especially I think when you try to talk easy about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I don't even think that it's, it's given the right. It's, it's more powerful than the title that it's given. You know, it means more than what it's being called, so. But I know what you're saying. I mean, we don't have to philosophize over things, you know. Yeah, it just, yeah it's, it's you not know, that important. I'm, you, know. I'm, you know what I do? You know how I see it? I'm, they're identifying what the dirty glass is. So I'm fully aware on my travels outside of the perimeters of the theater of in which I, you know, in which we stand in the middle of, you know, but going outside of it, you get to see people's perspective, what they see, what the dirty glass is. And it's a quack like a duck. <laughs> you know, if it quacks like a duck, if everywhere that you go, yeah. the conversation is, you know, unbiased, but it, it, it's similar, then you have to say to yourself, hmm. Well, okay. goddamn. Well, I'll be. That many people can't be wrong. You know what I'm saying? That many people's eyes can't be blurry if they're seeing the same thing and they share the same sentiments, you know what I'm saying? And people are that much passionate about getting past, you know, the rigmarole and getting directly to, you know, what it is that we need to get to. And that thing that we need to get to is not monolithic either. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have uh, different ideas about what that is. And based on the commentary that I've been able to share, you know, via uh, this platform and um, the platform that has been provided to us by Brother Rich. Shout out to Brother Rich. 
Underground Railroad. You know, I'm getting a lot of feedback. You know what I'm saying? I get a lot of inboxes, emails, uh, you know, and just basic commentary when I'm moving about, you know what I'm saying, in the streets, in any state or any coast that I'm in. So, you know, a lot of phone calls from friends of mine that are thanking me, you know what I'm saying, just for representing that clean glass of water. You know, I'm not here, again, to tell people what I think. That's not important. I'm here to share with you, you know, the uh, the, the, the faculty of coming up with your own informed decisions and opinions. You know what I'm saying? I want to help you, you know, come up with your own conclusions. So I show you the process of thinking. And that narrative is catching on, you know what I'm saying? And um, coincidingly, you know, with, with, with this, this, this seismic cosmic shift that Brother Dame Dash brought with his, with his conversation, you know what I'm saying? That is separating the oil from the water in a lot of circumstances, you know, where people are able to finally kind of like shake themselves up and step back and be like, oh, hold on. There's multiple conversations mm-hmm. going on here. You know what I'm saying? We're not a monolithic people, you know what I'm saying? And without being um, catty about it, you know what I'm saying, without picking up arms and shit like that, people are able to just see that, you know, there are different approaches that people are taking, you know, somewhat towards heading to the same place, the same direction. But there might be some necessary adjustments that need to take place because, you know, it could be further from the truth that you think that you're going to end up in that place traveling that particular road. Um, today was a special day for me. You know what I'm saying? I had the opportunity to speak to three individuals from our, our glorified past. You know what I'm saying? That we haven't heard from in a minute. I spoke to duck. I spoke to poop man and I spoke to conflict. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, yeah. All, all three of these brothers, family, are people that we were heavily, heavily in the streets with in our younger years. Um, but Every all leaders in their own debate. right, good people, you know what I'm saying? Some of the best brothers that I know to this day on the planet, loyal, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, uh, people that honor their word, you know, uh, today, bosses, every last one of them, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and today, you know, when, when we had our team, everybody, can I finish? These are the brothers that held certain principles you know what I'm saying, intact, that um, if we went into a situation, none of us could leave unless all of us left. You know what I'm saying? If anybody got jammed up, you was going back to get that person by any and all means. You know, yep. people might right. frown upon it because of the fact that it might have been, um, these demonstrations might have been encased within a street element, but we're talking about character. I was able to identify and use these brothers as, you know, as, 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 you know, as, as, um, what are my models or characters in my mind that I've never deviated from because I've been through so many situations with them and they proved themselves so many times, you know what I'm saying? So these brothers are calling from abroad and, and kind of like heralding us for taking this position and, and, and taking this route and helping you know, so many more people helping the masses and just being that shining light, you know, and doing the things that 
we have always spoken to them that we were saying, look, man, we about to, you know, leave the foe or, or leave this nest and go and do this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even want to say, because to me, it don't even, it doesn't even ring true that we say, yo, we're going to do something more positive, quote unquote. It's like, no, we're just going to do work in a different venue. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to speak to another choir. We're going to another church. You feel me? Without this mm-hmm. being a religious thing per se, we're just talking about in the sense of our family being our congregation. You know what I'm saying? People that you eat yes. with, people that, you know what I'm saying, you commune with, people that you cry with, people that you sing with, people that you care about. You know what I'm saying? Family. That's all. We're just saying, look, we told the family we was going to do our mission on another level to help more and more people. Our outreach is just going to become more expansive. And we got the okay from our brothers in the streets to go and do that. And we went about and did it. And now our brothers from the streets are coming back and applauding us for the work that we've done because they see the effects through people that they know, through their children and friends of their children at this point. So Mm -hmm. these are the things that, that, you know, fill me up and, and like, bring ethereal tears to my eyes because I'm not going to shed the physical ones, but, you know what I'm saying, in my mind's eye, you know what I'm saying, and, and that image that I have of myself, I'm really humbled, you know, by um, that demonstration. So, yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's been one of those reflective days for me. You're... Indeed. And, you know, just to show you how things work, you know, today is Disco's birthday. So on the day where somebody, wow. yeah, on the day wow. where one of that's our, what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is Disco's birthday. You know what I'm saying? So that was somebody who was Damn. me and him was so close that they were like when they called me when I was in Best Style and everybody would call me twin, but you weren't there. They thought that was my twin. That's how close we were. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, and we met know, that brother through Poop Man, so you know. Yeah, that was Poop Man. Yeah, he was the one who opened up that side of us. He remember that's the link to Burger, G Young, everybody. You right. Know. And thus, we yeah created the wave that became what the family knows today as Black Hollywood or Black Atlanta. You know, yep. all of these things are, are all intricately linked, family. You might just hear our voice on the radio and just think that, you know, we just popped up doing this or what have you. But I kid you not, you know what I'm saying? Our fingerprints is on the cornerstones of a lot of these movements that have been laid down across this country. People are now, you know, these platforms that people stand on and celebrate. And, um, you know, this conversation that we're having is pretty much the undergirding of the underlying things that went into formulating a lot of these uh these movements, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these moves that got made were influenced by these people that we're speaking of, you know, or these different turns that we took, you know, with with some of these characters to put some of these plans into motion. So rest in peace to my brother Disco, you know what I'm saying, Darian. And shout out to his family, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, grandmother, his sisters, his cousins. I, I'm helping okay. her with her. She got a clothing line 
that she named after him, and we spoke last week. So I consulted her. I already gave her the help. I, I set her on her way. So the clothing line is coming. You feel me? So, you know, we 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 gonna we, we gonna make Doing sure what we're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, it was it, it was crazy because on the plane I have a habit now. To when I'm flying on the plane, that's when I work on my my biography. You know what I'm saying? That's when I work on the script or whatnot. So yesterday I was on the plane reflecting on just you know it, it was a chapter that I was writing out. It was my Miami chapter, and I was I was writing out what those three years in Miami did for me and how it prepared me and how it actually, if that didn't, if I wasn't there and I didn't experience that, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. You know what I mean? Like the experience with Duo Live, you know, uh, it, it was like training. Shout out to them, brothers. The I was thinking about them this Shout weekend out. too. You feel me? The the, the legendary stuff yeah. that they did as, as a group of, remember, they were a group of Rastafarians Conscious Rastafarians from Bed Stuy from the hood have hip hop. Yeah, you feel me? A perfect blend. They lived in a mini mansion in a design district, off of selling CDs. But it was nine and ten of them. So you, I saw teamwork, and I saw the, the 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 working of the constellations and how everything works out in a team format, a corporate format, because it was all about. That business. I never seen some. I never seen so many CDs get sold on South Beach. Shout out to Fire Vibes, Legend. You know, Shout and, and, and the fact Vibes. that yes, indeed. the experience of um, when Bergen them came down there with BMF. You know what I'm saying with um with, with, with Black O and all of that. You know the influence that I had when when I was out there with Teach. The whole Pitbull, yo, it's crazy. It's documenting this whole biography thing that I'm writing out. You know what I mean? And I realized, like, like you're saying with the phone call that you're getting and people reminding you of, you know, where, where you was at. Because you get, you, we get so far, you so far in the tunnel, so far down the rabbit hole, so into Zion, so deep into Zion, that you'll forget a lot of the stuff that took place prior. You know, and I have to remind myself, like, you know, when I came to New York in 2000, and, 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 you know, it has a lot to do with Dr. Ben as well, you know what I'm saying, Sleep in Peace to Dr. Ben, he featured prominently in the story because when I came to Harlem from Miami, right? Yeah. But remember, I left Miami because you had a situation, and Duck was with you, and you and I was, you know what I'm saying, I was coming to make sure everything was okay, you know, um, First yeah, that, I went to that was Harlem. the end of an era. Yeah, that was that the, end, was the end of an era of for era. me. Closing exactly. of an era, me beginning of a Harlem. new one. At the beginning, that was the closing of that chapter because you told me about Harlem. You told me about um, Sinetta. He had DVDs because they was doing VHSs in Brooklyn and stuff like that. He was like, "Yo, this, this dude Sinetta's up there. He's killing it." Then I went up there that same night. I go to the O'Berry and Dempsey Center. I, I meet um, Nova Felder and his father out there, and we kicking it. And they like, yo, shout we're out going to, to Nova. Shout out to and the elder. The first, yeah, yeah. The first day that um, who's shopping? Who's shopping? My dude. God bless yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Rest to his soul too. You know what I'm saying? He's another brother that lives in infamy. You know, and he she was the one that opened up the the hustle, a hall, you know, 
like Dane Dad said, a Harlem dude will teach you how to be a boss. He will teach you how to be a boss, your own boss. That was the ethos. I didn't really receive that until I got to Harlem. Right. Me owning my own business. It wasn't necessarily yeah, it wasn't necessarily teaching that in Brooklyn. They was teaching you in Brooklyn to hold your own. You know what I'm saying? But they wasn't really yeah, teaching you, you the, the intricacy. Yeah, Brooklyn was more about taking. You know what I'm saying? Harlem was about, you know, holding creating. it down once it's taken. Yeah, and creating. In fact, you know, so that Harlem hustle, you know, that work for, I, I would never, think about it, we would never be outside in Brooklyn selling stuff outside. That couldn't happen in Brooklyn. That's not a Brooklyn yeah, thing when you're outside hustling on the street at a table and whatnot in, in traffic. That's just not a Brooklyn concept. It don't fly BK as of yet. So when we bodied that in Harlem, it just opened up a lot of things, you know. And Dr. Ben was the first person that I saw when I went to Harlem that night, and I said, I'm staying in New York. You went on vacation. I stayed in New York, and I haven't been out of here since. But the land of flowers was the training yes. ground. The land of flowers, it always, that's the, remember, that's where we go to charge up. That's our grid. That's the tropic grid. That's why I'm charging right now. Yeah. So, look, let's do this. All right? For Dr. Ben, yeah. his services, the wake, will be on Thursday, April 9th, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Abyssinian Baptist Church, which is located family at 132 West 138th Street in New York, New York. That's Harlem, New York, 10030, if you got to put it in the GPS, all right? His funeral service will be the next day on Friday, April 10th, 2015, at 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Abyssinian Baptist Church, same address, and his burial will be at Ferncliff Cemetery, which is in... Uh, Ardsley, New York, 282nd Road, Ardsley, New York, 10530. If you need any further information, the number to Abyssinian Baptist Church family is 212-862-7474. That is 212-862-7474, family. All right? We want to send the elder off with a very joyous ceremony. You know what I'm saying? We want to set the tone. And, um, yeah, everybody. Yeah, be there. yeah, that's, that's, that's like a prerequisite. You know what I'm saying? This is the last of the Titans. You feel me? I would say the architect of the matrix. So, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, that's the information um, pertaining to our great elder. All right. Uh, what else? Thursday. What else? You make history. Yes. Thursday night. Yes, it's Thursday. Yes. Talk about it real yes. quick. Family, this Thursday night. We are going to be with the Allah team, making history. Dr. Wesley, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, Wakil Allah, and special guests. 
We're going to be on our live team radio. The brothers just came back from a worldwide escapade around China, Africa, London, Europe, Moorish territories. So they're going to come on the show tomorrow and talk about the tour, the debate at Oxford that the brother Wesley Muhammad had, and the pills are going to be interviewing them. So come through, family. Um, the information is going to be on our Northern Ledge. We'll say the number by tonight, by the end of the night, to call in. But it's a lot. It's Blog Talk Radio, a lot team. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, stay in tune with the networks. It's going to be posted everywhere. Uh, the video is up right now. Yeah. We got the L trailer on our personal page and 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 on the Nota Ledge page. Shout out to Brother Rich, me, KT, Brother Rich, and um, Brother Aline. Did a crazy show last night. The Anatomy of God. That should be dropping. Uh, any minute now, legendary. All right, so Thursday we got a legendary program coming up. Friday we got a legendary show coming up. Saturday I am doing this uh, Law 44 presentation, this webinar. going to have the information um, for that tomorrow in terms of, like, how you can go to the webinar and what have you. So don't go anywhere. You know, tune in to the Know the Ledge page if you're – listening to this and you miss this program, tune in on Friday, you know, um, KTL Empowerment and Gmail. If you're like totally outside of the scope of social media and you want to get it on the inbox, KTL Empowerment, you know what I'm saying, and Gmail, and I'll send you the link. But we're going in. We're going all the way in. I'm about to blow the roof off this thing. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to it's heavy contemplation. I had to go into heavy contemplation you know what I'm saying, to see how much of this information I wanted to share at this time. But, you know, this is the theorem of everything. I watched the movie the other day, and that's what pushed me. You know, Steve Hawking and how he tried to run with Dr. Oyebo's, uh, inf- you know, how he tried to run with his wave, talking about the theory of everything. Yeah. Nah, yeah, so now I got to kick in the door with the theorem of everything. No disrespect to the gag group, Dr. Oyebo. I'm going to qualify myself, Law 44. <laughs> kicking in the door on the blood moon, you know what I'm saying? Poetic justice. At the same time, the number 44, Frank the Tank is going to be playing for Wisconsin in the final four in Indianapolis, you know what I'm saying, on April 4th, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, Wisconsin, just like Green Bay, is located on the 44 parallel line. And then they got the clan, and they got those two twins that's playing on that team. It was tied into my 44 last year for the final four. So, you know, it's it's just crisscrossing and, and, you know what I'm saying, whip-whopping and, you know, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to let that thing breathe. You know what I'm saying? They might even stream it on title. Yeah. So, let's get into the show. Yurt? Yes, sir. Let's do it. KTL Radio presents Coming with the Light of Love featuring KT the Arch Degree, Mama Pill, and I believe Minister Inky. Right? Join us on Know the Ledge Radio as we bring forth to you the master herbalist Annette Thomas, aka Mama Pill, Minister Inky, and KT the Arch Degree. They are unveiling the gift of health with their upcoming Atlanta lecture, Coming with the Light of Love, Part 2. Remember when it was cool to love? 
Can you recall the light of a healthy community? It has been a long time since love has permeated our environment without the contamination of fear alongside it. Just because the concept is foreign doesn't mean it cannot be done. Now it is their time to share with the community a powerful presentation on loving yourself and those around you through the four bodies of existence, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. Come be part of this enlightening discussion. Have a pen and pad ready, family, because class is in session. So with no further ado, we present to you, caller from the 404-492. Peace. Yo, 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 what's the deal? There he go. Third pillar, KT, the arch degree. Yo, no? I'm up in the building. What's going on, yo? Hot, yo, man. I caught the tail end of your presentation last Tuesday, bruh. Tail. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, plagiarism was... on Martok? The Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, you was going yeah, ballistic man. on that. That wasn't even yeah, fair. Yeah, I get, I'm getting a lot of feedback from that. Now I just gave him, I just gave him a little piece, man. I didn't go. I wasn't I didn't even fair, B. You was, you was shooting threes from half court. You was shooting threes from half court. That was a no, classic. Man. That was definitely a classic. I appreciate it, brother. I mean, I, I ain't the only I'm one. Like, you been you going might hard have to, to pay too, brother. I'm doing a little something. You you dumbed out on that Aleem show last night, bro. Hey, you know, you, you I was, out, you I mean, out I had, it out. I was, you I was it out last night, B. I had to get in where I fit in. I had to big up the big homie, man. A lot of people sleep on Ali. Oh, yeah. Just because he's quiet. He's just a sleeping giant. That's all. Oh, no, nah, he's a beast for Yeah, meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I wanted to yeah, make he's sure a that I, I brought you know some elements out, you know? But, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you definitely brought that that energy that was needed, that vibrancy to be like, homie, you a legend. Yeah, damn you know? right. <laughs> Look at here. And then, you know. He cracked, he cracked me open, he just, you know what I'm saying, about 10 years ago with that anatomy of God. You know, I remember I remember watching it, and, and so many things he was talking about was the things I was studying and the stuff I was coming to the conclusions to that I thought was, okay, that, that might be a little too far-fetched, a little too crazy. And then when I saw him on it and just going in even deeper on it, I was like, oh, man, I'm right on the one, you know. And and, and, right. and truth be told, his meditation exercises out of, out of the many that I've read and the many that I've heard, his are the ones that I get the results of. So, you know, I got nothing but respect for the brother, you know what I'm saying, all day, every no day. No doubt. No doubt. You know. Um, real quick, man, I, I wanna I wanna go ahead and and send my love and light out to the to the master teacher, uh, Doctor Ben as well. I haven't been able to express mine on him um, since I've been on the show and since he's made his transition. Um, Mom just shared something with me the other day that I, I wasn't even aware about, and um, I didn't come on the show right when it started, so I'm not sure if y'all expressed to the family our history with Doctor Ben. No, did we didn't. Know? Let's did do you, this though. Did, Let's bring. Oh, she's she's on. I see her on the phone. Uh, she hasn't pressed one. Mom, press one on your phone so I can bring you in, please. Press one. Press one. Yeah, she just dropped the bomb on me. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> With no further ado, because you know nobody tell them stories like she do. 
man. Call her from the four two four two hundred. Peace. All right. All right. Good night. Good evening to uh, Noble Edge audience. And I want to say good night <laughs> to I want to say good night to the hosts, uh, Red Till Bluefill, and their brother yeah. Arch Degree. Uh, hey, I want to hey, I want to first start off um, saying how much I appreciate and I'm grateful to um, the platform that uh, you have provided. Uh, for the Harlem community, family. Uh, it's been how many years now? Five. Six. Five. Okay. I'm counting ten. I'm counting yeah. ten. We came into Harlem in 05. I was just telling Paul that I was on a plane working on my documentary. The best place that you mm-hmm. could write about yourself is when you have yeah. thousands of feet in the air. Yeah. And That's right. I came to New York in 05, Mom. Remember okay. when we went to that Black August concert with Erica Badu, and I think I yes. said it here. Yes. And, and yes. the brothers, the Rasta brothers that were up there, and yes. and, and, and um yeah, and they wanted huh? That was two thousand five. Wow. I, no, that was wow. like two thousand and three when we went to okay. that concert. And I okay. said to you that night, I was like, you know, I told you, I was like, you know, I see a division of, like, this being a community, this being, I, I saw what that movement will look like. Yes. You yes, know. I remember that. I, want, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. So. That Black August. Yeah. That Mom was, was in cut. Yeah. Erica, Erica Badu. Badu she was tearing it yeah. up. Oh yeah, she sure was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, but again, I wanna, I wanna repeat my appreciation, how grateful I am, you know, the gratitude I feel, uh, you know, for this platform existing, for the the number of years that you guys have um, been dedicated to being, you know, there for the community. Uh, every Tuesday and every Friday night, and you know, from nine sometimes well into one o'clock in the morning, and providing a platform again for the knowledge, the high degree of knowledge, um, the excellence in presentation from experts throughout a full spectrum of of uh you know, knowledge um, in our in our community. You know, of course, we know people like Bill Valentine, uh, Francis Cress Wilson, uh, Alfredo Bowman, A.K.A. Sabi. Um, uh, I was just I just had the Umar other oh, Johnson. Umar Johnson. Queen of Fua. Brother Polite. Brother Polite. Um, Tyrese Bay. Yeah, I mean, you know. This, Myra this L. Is, Coach Kaya. Yeah, oh, Francis Cress Wilson. Zara yeah. Ali. Those were legendary Ali. shows. Yes. Dr. Remember. Dr. Dr. Ali Muhammad. Muhammad, so, big you know, up and that's, and that's, that's just to name a few, but it's like the wealth of knowledge and information that has been spoken and shared on this platform is like, you know, it just it um 
it's a it's it's a continuation of a dream a continuation of a dream I I had many years in Harlem when um I uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who went through this with me because you know I basically basically was born and raised in Harlem but I was born and raised in Harlem when Harlem was really a village and we had that that love and that um that uh sense of uh unity uh, unity and and feeling safe family. in terms of yeah and family, family. It was it was still Culture. intact yeah it was still Culture intact mm-hmm. yeah it was it was still intact until about the late 60s when the the drug uh culture uh really became uh permeated the the entire community and and all of that started to de- deteriorate and um i witnessed it you know firsthand and was very distraught for many years about it and um i didn't really i didn't become a victim of it myself and many people asked me how's that how's that possible that you didn't become a victim well i said honestly it was really due to the adults my particular guardians within the home structure that i was raised in uh because those those all those individuals had a wealth um and a uh a sense of self love and worth that they impregnated we me with so that was basically my infrastructure so um that that um way that they that all of what they gave me it it was it created an immunity around me so you know much of what the drug culture was designed to do it wasn't able to permeate me and destroy me like it did so many um others in the community and um the elders took the time to talk to me and to um you know create a, a armor around me by giving me knowledge now um your grandfather was very instrumental in that too uh Lloyd Eric Thomas because he began at at the age of 12 he began to really tell me the truth that i needed to know <laughs> that help give me a vision and a clarity in the world so that i could really see what certain things were and their purpose for being and so Dr. Ben was one of Grandpa's friends. So Grandpa used to come home with doc, with Dr. Ben's earliest books. I'll never forget, you know, these books that he used to bring home, and he would sit in bed at night, you know, and read these books. And then after he would read the, the content, he would verbally, verbatim, talk what he read to me and your Aunt Andrea. So that was at 12 years old. Then he would take us to lectures because at that time, in the late 60s, early 70s, everyone was going up to um, Third World Alliance. (laughs) That was a church up on um, 135th Street and Convent Avenue. And that's where everyone would that's the platform everyone had in the Holland community to share the kind of information that Know the Ledge is providing a platform for now via internet communication. You see, because they did not have 
that mode of communication in the 60s. It was basically church gatherings, and it was black radio, and it was barbershops, you know, um, beauty right. parlors, and places mm-hmm. like that. Those were the hubs. Those were the hubs of which, you know, the word through the grapevine would spread throughout the community, the black community. But um, I also want to take this time to to give my condolences to um, Dr. Ben's family, and um, and to also say that the irony of it is Dr. Ben eulogized your sister Tanisha's funeral. Wow! Did y'all hear that? that? Yeah, I told that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, wow. that, man. She blew I mean, my not, mind when she said that, man. Yeah, I was t- wow. I was telling that. To- I was telling that to Kamani the other day. I says, I says, wow, that's so strange that, you know, Dr. Ben did the eulogy at your sister's funeral, and now Dr. Ben has made his transition, and we we will have to have a representative there at his, at his funeral. So, you know, he didn't know that, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's something that did actually happen. Uh, and mom, she had I, was Paul, I was Pardon telling me? Paul, I was telling Paul on the show earlier that when I came into Harlem in 2005, the first night when I was mm-hmm. staying with Grandpa, mm-hmm. and I went to Hall, I went to 125th Street. The first lecture that I went to was at the O'Berry and Dempsey Center. Yeah. Oh yes. And I saw Dr. Ben there, you know, yeah. and I saw Leonard Jeffries. And I saw the yes. Felders, and I saw a few other brothers and sisters in attendance. And at that point, uh, Shaka Shakur, June Cancun, you know, so I saw the elders and the youth. And I saw that there was a, a community forming where before I never saw one like that. And I said, yes. that day, I'm going to stay in Harlem and make my mark because his, I, just being in the room, it's it like it's, it turned on the switch. Yes. You know, and... You know, so that's that's how that comes back into cycle. That you know, when you say that he was the one who did the eulogy for um, Tanisha, then it would yeah. only be right that he does the uh, resurrection. You know, because he is in the priesthood, so he w- he was known yeah. for giving the breath of life. You know, yeah. so that's what the brother did for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everything, you know, this whole Harlem experience, this whole conscious experience. You know uh, what, what what he's done for the community. I just see that you know it's it's legendary. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing to mourn yeah, about. It's, it's to celebrate. You know, yeah. we should be very yeah, joyous because we have a giant in our midst, and mm-hmm. by him becoming an ancestor, that solidifies and sanctifies and submits his work. So it's on yeah. to the student shoulders in which this uh this this thing lands, and I've carried it well. Like you know. If anybody, you know, I'm sure you was there, Mom. You you could bear witness. You saw the dedication. You you've seen the lengths of sacrifice. The 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 the, the you know. Well, yeah, I, you know, I was definitely I was definitely blessed, you know, because my father, you know, he was he was at the Third World World Alliance all the time, and that oh. that's actually the first platform um, that I ever did a presentation on when I was seven. Cause he put me on the mm-hmm. stage and it just so happened um, that Dr. Ben 
uh, and John Henry Clark, you know, was actually in the front row. So I had an opportunity uh, to present one of my father's poems to the both of them, and that was actually my first event. Yeah. So it's no, you know, it's no, it's no coincidence. It's no, it's no coincidence, you know, that that mm-hmm. the connection, you know, amongst all of oh. us, um, you know, he's he's definitely he's definitely making that transition to create that fortified strength um, that we all gonna need um, in this yeah. next level that we're that we're ascending to. But you know, you know what I want to say. I want to say that I, what I what I'm also conscious of is that. This is just a continuum of what Dr. Ben and of what your grandfather and of Dr. Clark did. Because like I said, the way we are now gathering tonight via internet radio sharing, talking, disinformation. Yeah, at electric speed. This is what this is what they did this is what they did in the barbershops. This is what they did. I mean, this you know, is what they no, do. That's what they do in the barbershop. Yeah, they still yeah. do. Because, because but, this is, you know, Grandpa and Doctor Ben went went back as far as St. Croix together because they both they both lived on that island together and was raised on that island together. Wow. So they go back. They go back as far as St. Croix, you know, and 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 like I said, you know. What we some of what we're talking about tonight, which is knowledge and and consciousness and and um, sort of being a, a a beacon of light for people who are seeking and searching, you know, uh, that that's what they were dedicated to doing every day of their lives. Mm. It know? is, mom. I just, right. I just see it as a, I just see it as a, I mean, you know, I because I've been around longer. I've been around longer. I've seen this thing unfold. Um, they their work hasn't been in vain because trust me, we're all doing what we're doing as a result of the seeds that those elders seeded thirty, fifty years ago. Yes, right. You see? Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, so again, I want to thank I want to thank you guys all for your views. And um, at this point, I would like to um, say that uh, this this coming Saturday, as you um, I think um, who mentioned it uh, was it you, Kamani? Did you mention the event yeah, this, this Saturday? This this Saturday at eight seventy nine. Ralph David Abernathy, uh, for anybody who's familiar with the Atlanta area, that would be in Soul Vegetarian. We have a conference room um, inside of there that we're going to be holding a presentation uh, with the same title um, as the show tonight, um, Coming with the Light of Love. Um, And it's going to be between the hours of 4 p.m. and 8 p.m., um, and it will be featuring uh, our mother, uh, Annette Thomas, a.k.a. Mama Pill, uh, me, KT the Arch Degree, and also uh, Minister Inky. Um, and we're going to be bringing to you, you know, exactly uh, what our mother has just been describing, continuing the tradition um, through the story, 
through the information and through the application um, so people can continue to grow, develop, and connect, you know, with that source energy. But um, go ahead, Ma, you you, you were speaking. Yeah, um, what I wanted to say is that, um, you know, for for many for many years, I I basically did the work as an herbalist, um, did my work as a person to that that shared, you know, in terms of talking with individuals. But I basically did it more on a one on one format. You know, and I know for many years you you've all three been been just cheering me on. You know, oh my, you gotta you gotta get in front of the people. You know, you gotta do more radio. And you know, and I basically have shied I shied away from it for a long time. But you know, I understand why all of you have felt that way about me for many years because individuals tell me what you guys tell me after I talk and share times and tell stories and they say, man, you really need to be like giving workshops, you really need to be on radio because the way you explain things, the way you tell the story, you know, it really resonated with me, you know? So, you know, it really is my obligation. It really is the elder's obligation to do what you guys have been urging me to do and that is more lectures, more workshops, more radio where I'm, you know, where I'm, I'm sharing and I'm telling telling my story, you know, my experiences uh and and talking from a from a perspective of what what I know because of what I've experienced and then also from the perspective of what I ha- what I learned what I have learned from other people over the years because you know that story is as valuable as my story so um so I'm just committed because I know it's my obligation so it's something that you know as I, as Kamani said this is part 2 of a series of a lecture tour that we're going to be going around um uh nationally doing and we we started out uh about two months ago uh in february february fourteenth uh with part one and as he stated this is part two and um uh there there is something i want to just talk about briefly um i had gotten a referral the other day by paul uh from a person who um was uh he was he was making an inquiry because he has a relative that has breast cancer and um so he he received my phone number from Paul um uh, blue pill and so he gave me a call so you know he started off explaining to me that the relative had breast cancer she's only 50 years old you know lives in New York City and um so I asked him, I said, So has she has she been doing any kind of like treatment, you know, what's she been doing? So he says, Well, for forty five days she took chemotherapy and the bill was a hundred thousand sixteen dollars. 
You guys hear that? Did you guys hear that figure? They couldn't round it down. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that figure? A Maserati. Yeah, it's a Maserati. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said for 45 days, the bill, because he was holding it, he said, I couldn't believe it. She showed me the bill. It was a hundred thousand and sixteen dollars, and her insurance ran out, so they just totally dropped her and would not give her any additional treatment. He said, not only that, he said the treatment was two days a week. One day she would come on a Tuesday, and they would, they would, uh, you know, like administer the chemotherapy to her, I think it was intravenously. Then Wednesday she would come back and they would flush it out of her system. And they did that for 45 days. $100,016. And she's not cured. She's sicker than she was before. She took the treatment. Right. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, you know, I, you know, I've heard stuff like this before, but it's just like mind boggling, you know, the experience and then not only the experience, but what the cost of some of this treatment is that people's insurance are paying. You know, and the bottom line about chemotherapy is, is that, and I told this to him, and I told to almost anyone who talks to me, and someone was talking to me about it to, the other day. We both do natural modalities for people who have cancer. We know that the treatment that the allopathic physician offers people is based on them hoping that the chemotherapy will they the chemotherapy will kill the cancer before it kills the person's body. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's that's, that's what they, that's 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 they they are hoping that the chemotherapy kills the cancer before it kills the person's body. And some of the times it does, but most of the times it doesn't and the person's body is killed before the cancer is. Right. Yeah. You know, so I I just said, you know, I, it's you know, a gamble. I People you, gambling with their lives. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a gamble. So you know, it's like I hadn't heard that figure in some time now, and like she was she was so sick the day he called that he had to speak for her because she was so sick and in so much pain that she couldn't even come to the phone for me to like talk to her directly. You see, and I'm just thinking. It's such a shame because this isn't something that has to happen to this young lady, you see. Um, She has found herself in this position because she's operating under under a mindset or programming that this was the way to go, you see. You know, had she had she had another mindset or another programming in her head that was more connected to what traditionally used to be done by people of color, 
by our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers, then she would have been dealing more with um, doing what our great-grandmother would have done, our grandmother would have done to heal her body of breast cancer. She would have been dealing more with the food. She would have been dealing more with plant remedy. You see? And it wouldn't have cost $100,016 in 45 days. So, you know, I just thought I was going to share that. I was going to share that story because as much success as I've had with um, um, using the the traditional methods of healing, um, people of cancer, diabetes, herpes, sickle cell, AIDS, HIV, um, you know, infertility, um, uh, men with premature ejaculation, as much success over the last 30 years as as I and others have had with helping people heal, heal these temporary illnesses, there are still millions of other people that haven't heard about us and they're still going and having the allopathic experience, and they are in the state and having the same experience that this young lady um, is is currently experiencing. You see, so I want to I want the work that um, Kamani, Brother Inky, myself, you Philip, and I mean you Red Pill and Blue Pill. I want the work the work that we do. We have to. I mean. This work has to be magnified a million times more because we we yes. we have we have to have the envision that in fifty years this thing is reversed. You see, hmm. and you have maybe one percent of people still seeking allopathic uh, treatment, but you got ninety nine percent of our people back restored in the tradition of herbal healing, nutritional healing through, you know, through foods and exercise and fresh air and going to and making, going to the the part of the planet that's more conducive to nurturing us as, as far as a people of color. And, that, and, I, and, that, what, and what I'm saying is I mean that all of our people who are living in the north, in those temperate regions, want to live there, they don't want to leave, you can't be there 365 days a year, 10 10 years out of your life, and not leave there and go somewhere subtropical or tropical and think that you're going to be healthy. Nope. Because you you are really a subtropical, tropical people. You know, it's like it's like tropical it's like tropical house plants and tropical flowers. When you go to a, a Home Depot or Lowe's, or you go to a fly, a flower a florist, and they have a tropical flower or they have a tropical tree. They will they that tree that tree comes with directions to tell you that that plant has to have a certain amount of sunlight. You know, a certain kind of food, or, or else it will die. Certain temperature. A certain temperature. So if that's the case with a tropical with foliage and plants, I mean, why why don't we get it? It's the same 
for us. You see? So you have to leave these regions from time to time. You have to leave, leave the temperate regions from time to time and go someplace where it's tropical and where there's the ocean and the sunlight. And Kamanian, uh, I know you can explain what happens at the ocean in terms of these ions. Oh, man, yeah. That, and, that what they, and what that does and what the, that does the for the body. Yeah. You know, so um, I wanted to mention that because our work is so very important. However, like I said, the 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 amount of people that we reach doing the blog talk program, um, doing these lectures, we got to, I mean, we got to do, we've got to do even more because we got a whole yeah. generation yeah. coming up. We got a whole generation coming up. And I'm going for 40 and younger that are seeking what we are, what we're able to share with them, but they still haven't heard about us yet. They haven't yeah. heard. Of, they haven't yeah. heard of us or what we know or what we. You need, offer. You need a. You need a. You need a wider platform. You need documentaries. Yeah, you need a wider. You know. Yeah. You need a. Yeah. You need a uh, Michelle Obama shout out. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You but, know what I'm saying? But that's not, but that's just, not yeah, impossible. You need a very unique marketing plan. No, it's not impossible. It's just, it's you know, impossible. it's just something that um you just have to be prepared for as well. You know, yes. <clears throat> um, I often say, you know, in the uh, talks that I do, you know, a person can only shit what you feed them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A part of my mm-hmm. Morris Latin. Mm-hmm. But. That's that's just my answer to a lot of things about, you know, these people haven't been exposed to this level of information. They're only mm-hmm. going to defecate what you feed them. So they've been told you go to the hospital and you seek allopathic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, you mm-hmm. seek, um, you know, whatever the white coat is giving you. Allopathic treatment. Right. Because that's, so, that's yeah, the that's, program. That's what they know. That's, that's the, program the program that they're under. And the that's majority the of people are fixed into that. Yes. You know, and then there's a smaller percentage who come from a background or who have heard about Sabi or who have heard about herbs, you know what I'm saying? And they have that level of faith where they're willing to um uh, venture out and um, you know, and 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 and, and experience it, you know what I'm saying? Well, what it is. And then what there are is, some people Mhm. What it is is we we are able to delete the programming. We're able to delete the program that's running in their mindset. That's that that's what that's what winds up happening. Because many of the people who wind up in front of me, in front of some of the other healers in our community, they come with that programming. But we are able to through through talking, through the consultation, through the lectures through the radio, um, you know, appearances, we are able to say something that starts to change that programming and then eventually delete it and replace it with the information that we're running, the program that we're running under. You see? That's what we're that's what we're able to do. 
So that that that's that's the you know that's the difference. That's what the experience is. It's 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 like I said, having the platform be broader, more wide reaching, so that this talk reaches more people and begins to change their program, the program that they're running under, the mindset that they're running under. And to give an example of what you're talking about, anybody and everybody who is listening right now who has enough sense to be able to recognize the value in what you're saying and and, and what we're on has a responsibility to tell the person next to them, their friend, their family, their Mm -hmm. acquaintance, somebody who they know needs this information and let them Mm -hmm. know, look, um, listen to the show. There's a show that Mm -hmm. I heard. You need to listen to the show. And on top of listening to the show, you need to go to 879 Ralph David Abernathy on Saturday so you can get it because what we're giving right now is is definitely valuable, but what we mm-hmm. have in store for you at the actual event will be something unprecedented. It won't be anything new. It'll just be a, a reminder. It'll be something that will come back to the surface again. As she as my mother just stated, you we will delete the program and when the program gets deleted, guess what? The the true program takes hold of you. The, mm-hmm. the the actual way, the nature, you know, being in tune with the source again, you know, because it's not about us stringing y'all along and having y'all invest in us for the rest of your lives. We're not trying to take the path, I mean, take the place of the hospital. No, we are just trying to give you the information so that you can make the choices necessary so you can do the work in the future for you and your family and pass it down generation after generation. Mm-hmm. Because before these hospitals were in this position to do what they were doing, it was the herbalist that was popping throughout the country. You know, mm-hmm. through the history, we're going to talk about this at the event all over the country. It was the herbalist and it was a few, it was a, a small group of individuals that were very salty about the success of of a natural way of healing that they created a way to make it illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm and I'm going to stop there. Go, go ahead, Mama. Yeah, yeah. But um, what well, I also want what what I also wanted to remind us about healing is this. I mean, you know, and I'm I'm a mother. I'm talking from experience. <laughs> I want everybody. Everybody's had this experience as a child. Everybody's had this experience. And uh, that experience is that, you know, you fall down, you scrape your knee, you know, you cut your finger, you know, it hurts, you cry, you know, and, you're, and your mom is around. I mean, she comes over, you know, she looks at the finger, she looks at the scraped knee, and what does she do? Gives you love. Hmm? She bandages it up. Yeah, but while she's doing that, she's kissing it, she cleans it, yeah. she kisses it, she tells you everything's going to be all right, she right. looks in your eye. Right. That right. love. Yeah, she gives you that love. Right, that's she, like she first, administers that your, comfort, yeah. That's right. She, that's your first experience with healing and the healing force. 
it generally takes place between the mother and the child. And I'm saying that mm. that is that is the first authentic experience of healing. It's it's it's, right. it's basically from the mother energy. And it's not tied into anything monetarily. It's all coming from the heart chakra. That's right. So all I'm saying is that I'm saying that healing originated from the heart chakra. It didn't orig- it didn't originate from anything cerebral, so it didn't require universities. It didn't require degrees. It didn't require you uh, going into debt over $200,000 in order to say you knew how to do it. It comes, it comes authentically in a free, natural way from the God creator that has created us in the first place. It's innate and it's inside of us. So the way that evolved is that when people would get temporarily sick, the mother would stop feeding you a certain kind of way, feed you a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. She would she would she would give you some type of plant, you know, that um contains some type of nutrient base. For a couple of days to get the body chemistry back balanced again, to perhaps flush out your, you know, your intestinal tract. It could be, it could be that somebody was infested with worms, parasites, you know, and 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 that's what and that's what she would do for a couple of days to regain your body's um, constitutional balance. And like I said, all that work. All that concentration, all that energy came from the heart chakra. It didn't have anything to do with ego. It didn't have anything to, to do with monetary gain. And it was, a, it was, it's a natural flowing energy of compassion and love. You see, and as Kamani said, that was the foundation amongst indigenous people, this was the way, and it still is amongst many, this was the way of healing. And it was the only way. And then, of course, you would also get into some mental and spiritual talk and 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 um methods too in order to get the person balanced too when there was an indication that those things were temporarily out of balance and you notice me using right. the word temp- you you notice I use the word temporary because that's yes. how we that's how it was that's how it was seen and perceived as 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 whatever was happening as far as sickness was concerned was temporary. There wasn't any, there was no, there was no word or mindset that something was permanent. 
But you see, someone else came along with a different mindset from a different culture and a different tradition and heritage and a different language that said that things were permanent. You see, mm. that somebody was going to have to live with a sickness for the rest of their lives. Right. You see. Oh, it was terminal. That they had to learn. And our people, yeah, that they yeah. had, they was, yeah, terminal, you know, for the rest of we your lives. We on to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have to learn how to live with the with the with the with the illness. So if the illness is causing you pain, we can create some type of chemical so that you can bear the pain. You know, I mean, yeah, you can kill this, it. this is a language. You can kill this the is a pain. language. Yeah, to kill the pain. This is a language and a mindset that comes from a person, a set of people, not of our ancestors. This is not the language and the mindset of our ancestors. This is somebody else's ancestors speaking. Now, now what has happened to, to our people over the last, say, 100 years is they have acquired that mindset and that language. Inception. Yes. Inception. And that and that has been harmful to us as a people. You so it's almost it's almost like our ancestors are are turning over in the grave. You know? It's almost like they're turning over in the grave because they're saying all that wonderful way that we practice that we used in our daily lives, you guys aren't using it. So you are suffering. And wondering why we're not helping you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not like you it's not it, it's nothing that you guys have to invent because we left it. We left it in an oral tradition. We we talked it and we did pass it along. And the, and and the, and the primary thing is that the food and the plants are still here. Still growing. Yeah, the food and the plants are still here. They they haven't gone anywhere. But you're eating a foreign food, and you're not using the plants that God made. And on top of everything else. It's not even like the information was just passed down in the oral tradition. Many of the holy books that our people go by, who are mostly Christians, it's in their Bibles and in their book. Yeah. The behold, the herbs are for the healing of the nation. I have made all seed-bearing fruit. They shall be your meat. I mean, I'm not, I'm not quoting that um, from Genesis verbatim, but that's the gist of what it says. Genesis 129, if you want to know. Go ahead and look it up. Yeah, yeah. Ezekiel 47, it's in, it's, 12, Revelations 22, 2. There you go. I mean, it's in there. It's in there. It's not like we're – it's not like I sat in a room – you know, with a couple of, couple of these well-known herbalists for the last couple of years, and we contrived this thing. We said, oh, well, let's make up some quotes, you know, something that sounds kind of, you know, you know, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, like some of these other things that have just, these, these little uh, cultural clashes that have come up. It's not like we've done that. This stuff, this stuff 
is like historically on file that it's older than we are. That's right. And the plant and the plants and the food have been here through time immemorial. Now I went I went I'm I'm currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia, you see. But from time to time, I do what I advise people to do. I, I, took, a, I took a trip, a six-day trip, and I went down to South Beach. Now, I went down there because, as Philip said, he, 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 he spent about three years when he was living in Miami, and he lived in South Beach, so I used to visit him a lot. So when I went, when I went a couple of weeks ago for the six days, I stayed in that neighborhood that Philip used to reside. And on Sunday, they had this farmer's market that I used to go to, and it's still there. So I go to the farmer's market. They have fresh soursop. The farmer just picked it off the tree. Now, if, no, if people don't know what soursop is, this is an indigenous fruit that grows on the island that Philip, Paul, and Kamani's grandmother and father on my side uh and um, Kamani's father, uh, people are from Guyana, so the same tree grows there too. Uh, this is a tropical fruit uh, from those uh, from the tropical region of the planet, and um, now it's very, very uh, well known um, um, in the in you know in the public eye because the scientists you know did the research on it, and it is like a super super antioxidant. Um, and uh, it's a it fights cancer successfully. So I got that fruit just picked. The farmer said it was just picked that morning. Uh, they had they had uh, they had the different varieties of mangoes at the farmers market, but I'm tell, but I mean ripe because the farmer said just picked off the tree. They had the natural wild banana. Uh, they had um, what else was there? Uh, they had um, passion fruit. Mm. Uh, now these are now these are all these are all indigenous wild fruits. I'm talking about. This is not this is not anything that was invented in the laboratory in the last fifty or one hundred years. So um, and oh yeah, what else was there? Oh yeah, the uh, they had papaya. So I bought up a whole bunch of stuff, took it back to my hotel room. Every morning, I would get up. I'd either have a, I'd either have a mango or two. I would either eat the bananas. You know, one morning I opened up the soursop. I ate the flesh out of the soursop. Then I would go to the beach about seven thirty in the morning, and I'd walk the beach. You know, sit, meditate, watch the sunrise. Around eleven thirty. Uh, no, around eight thirty that morning, I would have I would I would feel the urge to have this this bowel movement, so I would leave the ocean, uh, the, the ocean side, uh, go into a Starbucks, which was like a block away from you know the shore, and you know do my business, come back, sit around on the on the beach for about until maybe eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and then at twelve o'clock. There was a brother that was climbing the coconut trees because they were co- their their coconut trees lining the entire ocean shore in South Beach. So these guys climbed the coconut trees, they knocked the coconuts down, and they sell them. So around 12 o'clock, I'd have maybe one or two co- fresh coconuts, and I'd just drink the coconut water. And um, so I did this for six days. 
I mean, I can't. You, I mean, I cannot tell you the dreams I was having, the, the state, the deep, deep relaxation state I was in when I was sleeping at night. Um, just the energy I had because I'd walk about two or three miles um, in the afternoon after the beach. I'd you know go back to my room um, uh, and have lunch. You know, some vegetables, a salad, and then I would. Uh, go back out around three o'clock, you know, and um, and just walk because the place is so scenic. For about two or three miles, turn around, walk two or three miles back home, and in bed like around eight thirty nine o'clock. So, you know, man, I just can't. I just, I mean, I, my whole body let me know that I was in. The, I had, I had tuned. You know, in other words, you know how when you're listening to a radio. Especially, I don't know if you, a lot of you people, a lot of y'all are young and y'all don't remember the radio that had the dial. You guys remember the radio that had the dial? Oh, yeah. You got to tune in and then you'd have static in between. Yeah. Now, now, now listen, I'm going to tell you what the experience was like. It was like, it's almost like when I'm in Atlanta, you know, I'm, I'm in between dials. So I hear the static. But when I right. go to South Beach, but when I when I go to South Beach or St. Croix or you know South America anywhere near the equator the dial gets turned and it's tuned in and I can hear the frequency clearly. Clearly. Ugh. That's what, what it's like. <laughs> well, go ahead, Bob. You remember how that felt when you landed right on that channel? Yeah, oh. So, 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 I said that to say this. A lot of people say, oh, okay, a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with black people? What's wrong with them? It's like, you know, they, they, they not, they like stuck, you know, they're not doing anything because black people not tuned in to the right dial. Hmm. They're, they're they're off frequency. They're hearing the static. Yep. All static. And it's evident. It's evident because you can see the state they're in. You could visually see the state they're in. You could hear the state they're in because they are so off. When other when 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 you look at other ethnic groups, they're not off the same way. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? What, what's the difference? You see, most ethnic groups come to America. They still eating the food of their of their of their ancestors. They bring in their indigenous food with them. They still doing their traditional things and their cultural things. You see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They still, they still. A lot of them still using their traditional healing practices. I mean, you and I mean, Philip and Paul and Kamani know we were born and raised. Let me say this, not to cut you, Mom, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to interject as well. And this is based on observation from traveling many places, and you've been a lot of those places that I've been. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes with me, sometimes right behind me, or sometimes before me. Exactly. What they also do is when they come to a particular zone, right, when they come to a mm-hmm. particular 
area of the planet, mm-hmm. they start mm-hmm. adapting the eating patterns of that particular zone. You know what I'm saying? So they get into the indigenous ritual of the people and the places that they're at. They tap into the magnetic field and the mm-hmm. magnetic frequency of those places, and they start benefiting from observing those dietary regiments, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it's along the uh, the Midwest, the growing, the rapid, the growing of corn, whether it's hybrid or not, that's not the argument that mm-hmm. I'm having people. I'm talking about mm-hmm. acknowledging the ancestry of that land by, by being, you know, by tilling the soil and planting and, and making the land fertile, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I'm in the deep oh. bayou of the South right now. These oh, people yeah. are eating you know, the food that's indigenous to this land by way of the crawfish. They're fishing in in the water, regardless of whether the water got core exit, BP spilling it or not. You know, they're hoisting shit up out of this water and eating it. I ran it. I went to a fair this weekend, county fair. And um, this, this hillbilly was like, you know, Man, I got skins from every single animal you think of. He's like, you see this one right here? We took the deer and we shot it right in the hair, right there, right there, right? And they're not letting nothing go to waste. They eat all of the deer. They yeah. eat the turtle. Yo, he must have had yeah. a million turtle shells. I binged yeah. um, on on TV the other day, and I watched like 10 episodes of Swamp People. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, these people was killing them alligators. Like, the shit is guppies, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, how we yeah. might stomp on roaches in New York is how they be killing these gators and what have you. And yeah, not what, to, what, I'm not, I'm not admonishing, you know, how they get down and do their thing. But what I'm saying is, first, they're not afraid to do it. One, they're one with the land. They learn their territory, and they conquer it. Listen. We still listen, scared of rats, and we live in listen, New York. Listen, listen. They're eating, they're eating the wild turtle meat. And and people in New York City is hooked on chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets. <laughs> not Talk the same, about not it. The, not the same. Not the same animal at all. You can give me wild turtle meat any times before you get me on a diet of chicken McNuggets because I know I know that that is like I know that's just a bunch of synthetic poison there. Whereas, whereas no, it has so many meat, turtle shells. I was like, yeah. y'all eat that. He's like, you're damn right we eat this. <laughs> don't cook it. They're looking at me it. like I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> don't you don't eat no it. turtle meat? <laughs> huh? Oh, my God. Hey, look. You know, it's like, you know, it's it's a, it's it's interesting, you know. It's just all very interesting, I tell you. But, uh, you know, it's, you know. Yeah. I yeah, mean, man, you yeah, gotta be like, in, you gotta be in tune with your environment. You know, you gotta be one with nature. It's it's not like it's a it's not a religious order. It's not a fraternity. It's not a club or anything yeah. like that. It's just so, yeah, right. Breathe. Trees my, help you yeah. breathe. Plants help you breathe. Yeah. So with my that. answer to you know these Negroes that run around talking about man, y'all niggas eating plants is crazy. I'm gonna get me a burger. I'm like, once again, the difference between you and those, you know what I'm saying, who you call your adversary is that 
they're cooking, you know, they're raising their cow and making their burger. You know what I'm saying? They have some level of familiarity with their food. And if the lights went out, they damn sure would know as hunter-gatherers how to go in the bush and mm-hmm. get them something to eat. Mm-hmm. You don't have nothing mm-hmm. to do with the food that you prepare. You wouldn't know how mm-hmm. to. And if you did, you would fall out before you got around to eating this shit. If you had to open it up and take the entrails out and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you don't have... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're 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 relying upon somebody with a poisonous hand to feed you poisonous food, and that's your diet. Yep. yep. And you right. you you wondering why you poison? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Y'all is up in arms about why them girls was bugging out at McDonald's, nigga. They was in McDonald's. How about yeah. that? Are you for yep. real? Yep. Yep. Like, that's McDonald's. All this stuff is growing around us. The plants are still here. We're not talking about way out somewhere in the mountains, like in your backyard. You walk mm-hmm. by foods that you can eat every single day. You mm-hmm. know, there's a tree that's growing in my backyard. It's called a red bud. And the red buds have a pink, they have this pink blossom. They, they dominate the spring, and they're beautiful when it rains because when it rains, the water turns the bark jet black. And then it's a great contrast to the magenta color of the flowers. But if you eat the flowers when they're first budding and when they're first blooming, they have like a citrus kind of taste to it, you know. So we gave it to our daughter the other day, and she was like, flower? These are flowers. <laughs> like, I can't eat no flowers. And she ate, she ate them up, but they're like right there. How many people know you can grab some flowers and eat them? How many people know that you can pull some leaves. How many knows that you can eat clover? Clover grows everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's sweet mm-hmm. and it's juicy and it's abundant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. I know it's not going to replace it a 10-course meal, but I tell you what, it will definitely help when you're able to recognize, when you're able to forage and identify, you know, the proper herbs that are growing wild around you because you can create a wild salad mm-hmm. and eat that. Mm-hmm. You know the irony in it all, though? What? What's that? A majority of people wouldn't enjoy it if they didn't purchase it, if they didn't consume it, if they didn't pay fiat for it. They won't even exactly. consider it enjoyable. The value. How about that? The value. If they didn't because have it's to it somebody other than them, then they don't even think that it's real food. You know, that, it, it, it caught, that, that resonates exactly what we were talking about last night um, with Arlene Bay because Rich was asking him, yo, um, can you go more into the breath? Because breath can't just be the answer. Like, it's so simple. Like, with all the things going on in the world and, and all the difficulties that we face as a people, you telling me, you know, that the the breath is all we need? Why? How, how could it be something like that? And it's like something so simple, you know, that's exactly how the creator would provide it. If you're chosen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your body is, is made of stardust and made of the earth mm-hmm. and you're not you're mm-hmm. not just connected with the earth, you are the earth, mm-hmm. then guess mm-hmm. what? The things that you need in order to survive, in order to grow, in, in order to develop, in order to c- procreate would be something simple. Why would it mm-hmm. be complicated? Why would it be mm-hmm. difficult? Yes, it would be something like the breath. Yeah, you breathe mm-hmm. in, you breathe out. That's how you stay alive. Are you hungry? Mm-hmm. Go grab that thing off that tree. And guess what? Mm-hmm. When you grab it, another one's going to grow back. That's right. Especially if you plant a seed in there. And mm-hmm. we want to go crazy off of uh, Pentium chips and processors and iMacs and iPads and all that junk. 
but there's no technology that that surpasses the seed. Mm-mm. There's nothing more dynamic than a seed that has been invented yet. We are talking about Mm-mm. an infinite, uh, an infinite progeny that is inside of a a, a small little minute uh, yeah. piece of protein. Yeah. Endless amounts of trees with endless amounts of fruits with endless amounts of seeds that are going to be with inside of them. And the only thing you got to do is put it inside the earth with a little bit of water and sun. And we running around like chickens with our heads cut off trying to look for the answer. You read in the Bible, the whole Bible is about the seed. Everything that you ever study in terms of enlightenment has to deal with raising the seed. But yet you still looking. I hear that. You know, that same chicken y'all eating, what he running around looking for? He's either looking for worms or seeds, one of the two. Worms or seeds. You know what I mean? So it's it's not it's not as difficult as we make it to be. And what we're doing this Saturday, like I said, um, it's not yeah. just me. <laughs> Let me open I, up my, mom's my, line. Oh, she went oh. out. No, I'm on. Yeah. Let me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me open up Inky's line too. I see his hand up. Oh, his hands okay. up. He's in. Yeah. Oh, great. Peace. Peace. There you go. Peace. Wait, hold on. Amen. Everybody say Amen. peace Amen. for no less radio. Amen, Mister Inky. Peace. Yeah, yeah, Inky yeah. Family in the building. Yeah, hey. yeah, I'm in Charlotte. I, I got a class. We're wrapping up a class right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Oh, there you go. Know, you know, know the ledge radio is like hot 97. If you conscious, you know. <laughs> I, that's, almost, that's almost a way for me to ask you if you conscious without even using the word conscious. Like, you you, you ever heard of no ledge radio? Your answer tells me whether you're conscious or not.
it's natural for us as men to try to stand up and do something like that. We've got to do something. So we'll just do something. You know what I'm saying? But we don't always have to do something. Sometimes we got to just, you know, we do have that button. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you get in trouble, you call for your mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, now. You know, niggas in trouble. It's time to call our mama and, you know, let mommy come downstairs and situate things. And then, you know, we, we, you know, we back up. We back up mama. But that's what it is right now. We got to put the black woman back out there and let her get everything back in check again. And then we can regulate and protect the order after she said it. But that's what it got to be. So we just trying yeah. to get in, in unity with the uh, the forces of the universe right now so that we can prosper. That's the only way to prosper is to be in tune with the universe. The universe is not going yeah. to get in tune with individuals. Okay? Nope. So you smart niggas wait on that. You will be waiting for Jesus to come back. Okay? It's not going to happen. All right? Just <laughs> Just wake up. Realize that God has already sent you. It's not <laughs> coming to fix this. God has sent you, you know. So we just got to get in tune with what's going on. I think that um, the changes that's happening globally are awesome in terms of, uh, you know, for us. You know, we got um, a lot of lot of visionaries, and you know, we we able to see now in hindsight, you know, who was talking real stuff and who was talking BS. You know, some of the people that weren't really. Um, you know, some of the subjects that may not have been most popular, like, for instance, Red Pill been telling us to get our tech savvy up for the last, I don't know how long. Nobody was paying attention. Now everything is about being tech savvy. People was like, yo, can you give me Red Pill phone number? I'm like, you niggas should have been listening. So <laughs> it just is what it is. You know what I mean? We just got to, um, I think we, I think also in the eye of the tornado, you know, a lot of times you can't really see what's going on. So we, we, um, we're looking for progress to be made. Like we need to make progress. We need to make progress. I think we're making tremendous strides right now. You know, a lot of brothers doing a lot of things. A lot of people trying to get involved. Consciousness is changing. Um, you got athletes and entertainers. You know, which is pretty much the, um, the epitome of our, you know, quote unquote dumb jock population. Um, even they waking up. You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown and Marshawn Lynch. So once you got those kind of guys moving towards a more conscious state of thinking and being aware and, you know, just trying to be politically active on, on a small level, then that makes it, you know, uh, it just becomes more incumbent upon us, those of us that name ourselves, that carry the titles. You know, we're the lecturers, the teachers in the conscious community. We're the guys. You know, so we have to be, you know, we have to, work harder to stay ahead and, and um, just push the buck and maximize right now, you know, uh, just being in, in time with science, you have to look back and see, okay, why are, you know, the governments of the planet paying so much attention to the sun's activity? The major reason is because every single major revolution on earth has come during or right on the heels of a solar maximum. And right now we're in the largest solar maximum that we've had for a long time. And the only people scheduled to come up right now is us. So everybody knows that right now is our time. You know, it's just a matter of what we're going to do with it. So, yeah, I got my opinion. We're going to follow Mama. Minister Inky. Yes, ma'am. For those those who may be listening and they don't know what a uh, solar maximum is, can you 
you know, like oh, briefly? Oh, sure. Yes, ma'am. It's just a, a period of, of exceptionally high electromagnetic activity within okay. the sun, which okay. um, which leads to a lot of, uh, you know, emotional changes mm-hmm. and instability with the people and all of the life forms that are mm-hmm. that share a biological connection with the sun. So okay. since we have okay. the the most affinity with the sun, as the behavior mm-hmm. on the sun becomes more challenging and erratic, et cetera, so will ours. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of us right now are dealing with relationship issues. A lot of mm-hmm. us are dealing with job issues just because of the solar activity right now. So mm-hmm. we just got to get in tune with it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's like a moving in. It's like a moving force. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you've been sort of static and stagnant and stuck and clogged, it's like you know, um, like a catalyst for for movement. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, okay. the, the ultimate catalyst. And so yeah. <laughs> that's why folks are scared right now because they know it's our time. Like it's almost impossible to stop us from um, mm-hmm. moving ahead right now. So you see a lot of emphasis on um, a lot of so pe- self. So, so people are seeking. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was looking yeah, they, for. They're seeking. They're definitely yes. seeking. They're That's seeking. That's the answer. They're I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. For the they're answer. Yeah. yeah. So that again is why. And we, we bring them to you. We will be we will be here we will be here Saturday yes, April fourth in the West That's what End. What me and Casey uh, are doing? We're ushering them to you. Yes, we're bringing them okay. all to Mama. So you all oh, yeah, just, just in school. And just That's the just so y'all Bring understand, if we're talking about Solar Maximum right now, we're talking about on Saturday we have the full moon. Not only well, do yeah, we, we have the full it. moon, we have the eclipse going down. So mm. we're dealing. We're we're definitely come. We're not just come on. The name of the, the lecture let's, ain't let's just. Play. Go ahead. Y'all downplaying it. It's the third <laughs> blood moon in the tetrad, my dude. You understand? <laughs> and I did come the dubious then. duty. I did the dubious <laughs> duty of showing you that we belong. To a lunar eclipse cycle called the Saros 143. It's the only, I don't know nobody else on the planet that the mother and all three of her sons have birthdays that tie into lunar eclipse cycle, Saros 143, right? With the yep. cycle beginning with you, the youngest KT, and it ends with our mother. In like That's right. twenty forty five or something like that. You know what I'm saying? No, I remember. I remember that was that was, Saros, that was what last year, right? That was last Saros, year when you broke yes, that, down. that was last year's lunar cycle. So Saros one forty three. Saros, yes, Saros is a um, is actually a location in Nigeria, and Saros, Nigeria, is where the most twins come from. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So once again, the great divine speaks through signs, and you know we are connected. Yes, we, we're time travelers, right? Is that happy connected through moon cycles? Hold on. So yeah, you know the fact that I was doing the studies on the lunar eclipse moon cycles last year, based on the similarities that I was seeing in our birth in our birth charts, 
and then, you know, come around and then the blood moons come and just so happens that the third blood moon is on April 4th and it line right up with my 4-4 because the, the blood moon tetrad within itself was a 44 resonator. Even without the third one being on a 4-4, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wow, look at this, you know? We're traveling through these moons. You I'm know all what about that so, four and that four, that eight, that Kamani. I mean, Kamenu. The Kamenu. The yeah. Kamenu. Well, no, I was going to say, you always got some, yo, Blue always has some big research. I, I love Blue's <laughs> research, his angle. Blue has, Blue, you know, I got inky vision, Blue got blue vision. I got to, I got to, I got to. <laughs> That's the blue ray. Nah, I don't. I actually, I'm I'm looking through rose colored glasses because I got 44 vision and 44 is is the red, <laughs> it's the blood. I'm about to say, I wish Rob. No, I'm not just saying that. If the brother was oh, here, was he will explain to you. But we're gonna explain it, you know. On the fourth, y'all doing y'all lecture. I'm gonna be doing something on the web for the people to. Physically four. not in Atlanta, four. you know what I'm four. saying? It's yeah. going to be checking four. out what we're doing with this presentation. I'm going to show you how I have 44 intrinsically encoded within my my body, inside my inner body. You know what I'm saying? I have yeah. 44 in my eye. So everything simple. that I see based oh. on the number 44 is not coincidental. And I'm using myself as a test, test subject to show people that my quest to know myself led to me uncovering, you know, these very intimate details about my my, my, my personal being, my anatomy. I'm going to share this mm-hmm. with the world. You know what I'm saying? It might be very dangerous, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it, you know, literally like getting on the cross to show people like, look, this is who I am. This is why these things are happening in my life with the hopes that the family will be compelled to go and find out Finer details about themselves, yeah. You know, what is it about you that makes you special? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have a chart that represents only 2% of people on the planet. The only other famous person that you know that shares a chart like that is Mark Zuckerberg. So we're going to get into it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it. Not even Reptile got that chart. You know what I'm saying? That's some. That's something very special. My mother will tell you, I'm breached. She didn't know I was coming here. I came from nowhere. I'm, my shit, Mark and Mindy, Nanu, Nanu. I came from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? No, she only had one heartbeat. She didn't know she had twins. I came from nowhere. Yeah. Right, Mark? She tell you. She didn't know she had me. I came out of nowhere, B. 40 minutes later. So, um, well, yeah, you know. And my my grandfather laid the foundation in our lives for the number four. You know, this is something that I must have heard a million times in my one lifetime. Four million times, times, you know, him drilling into our head, carry his legacy on by teaching about the number four. So I'm carrying a torch for him, just like we spoke earlier, you know, Dr. Ben and him and then, my mother carrying a torch and passing it, and you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's all centrifugal, and it, it, it all is, you know, an expression of coming in the light of love, you know what I'm saying? And I'm happy yeah. to be doing this work. Um, 
this is a uh, a labor of love. It's a family endeavor. It's, it's it's something that we was literally born to do. Mm-hmm. So right. April fourth is a special day. I'm glad that y'all are celebrating it. You know what I'm saying? The way that you are in the A. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So veg, and, you know, I wish it was Sunday on. so you could tell them to put some of my pancakes to the side, but I'm probably going to come mm-hmm. in town on Sunday just to get some of my pancakes from them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. a whole other story. Yeah, add on. Yeah, thank you. Brother, Minister Enki. <laughs> Is it I don't know where he went. Where'd he go? His okay. line is still open. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to say with the brother that, you know, I wanted to say that I saw his passion when he stepped into this thing. You know what I'm saying? I saw the approach that he took. And, um, you know, it's ironic that you're doing the love lecture. And when we, Brother Blue Pill can attest, when we met the brother, it was with his family. And he had this he had this passion to learn and to also teach and to help the people, you know what I mean? And to see him still doing his thing and improving in his craft and um, you know, being just being everywhere, I'm just saluting him and letting him know that I see him. Yeah. I think he's expecting a expecting a set of twins. Again. Yeah. Whatever. He and his wife. <laughs> Again. I think this is the second set of twins, correct? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's yeah. having he's having some yeah. uh some technical difficulties on the phone right now. He said he could hear okay. us but we can't hear him Randy, and he, whatever, said, oh, okay. yeah. he said thanks to Red. He just, set of twins, whatever he's selling, make sure you buy. You pay now. <laughs> he ten deep now. He ten, he ten deep. buy it. <laughs> he got one more than the any eyes, son. Like he ten deep with that thing. <laughs> You got the Temple of Dendora out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, hey, Paul. I mean, Kamani. Yes. Yes. What did you say um, you was sharing to me about Inky's story, about what got him motivated? He was what? He was with somebody listening to me or what? What was that? Yeah. He said he, he was telling me that um it was you. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, but- I mean, you know. We any any time any time you you come into any um, walk of knowledge, you're always gonna sit at the feet of, of different masters because you you're gonna go around. You want to hear what everybody has to offer, mm-hmm. and you know he 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 listened. He's been in in different venues. He's been in different areas, listening, listening, listening. And you know you got to take everything with a grain of salt so you can mm-hmm. find out what's true and what's right. And he mm-hmm. said, of every everybody that he listened to, and, and out of every environment that he had been in, there was no environment like your environment, mm-hmm. like our environment. When he would be around you and talk to you about the herbs and talk to you about the body and get those real down-to-earth stories, he mm. was able to really ground himself and get a foundation in regards to health, you know, and the mm-hmm. people and love and light and it motivated him and it inspired him to to, to grab that fire and do the research and run with it and he did. Wow. You know what I'm he saying? Sure did. So just like sure just did. like you spoke earlier and you were saying about the tradition of being able to pass it down. Well you yeah. you gave him the story, you passed that you did the Anansi with him and and it, it lit the fire in him. Yeah. 
an awesome presentation. I'm telling you, you need to come out on Saturday, April 4th, because the presentation that Arch Degree and Minister Inky give, I'm telling you, it is dynamic. Oh, my gosh. It's just so visually dynamic. It's just, ooh. He said he's, uh, he's back on the line, by the way. Oh, okay, great. He just got to get unmuted, I think. I think that's what he said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, no, go ahead, Mar. No, I'm just, I just said um, because of the technology today and the way in which you can um, do visual presentation for people so that people are getting like they're getting like a three-dimensional experience. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, we, it's we like knocked so them outside awesome. the head last time. We we knocked them. <laughs> they didn't know what they were in store for. Oh I think we my caught them God. Guard. Like I, said, I mean, it's like a it's a three dimensional experience. It's like it's like let you me, know going into oh. Let me say this as well because it dawned on me yesterday. I was throughout the day. I was mm-hmm. going through some old footage, Doctor Eileen's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like. Ever since the days of Bobby Phil and uh, C. Freeman L., when they used to write uh-huh. on the acetate, remember when they used to have the projectors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to yeah. the 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 acetate wrinkles. It's not the acetate on the, on the projector. Yeah. yeah. This image, and then their, their, their image on the projector would be handwritten. Like, they drew the shit out and started writing on it. Yeah. <laughs> Look where we are Lectures now. have moved forward from that point. There's very few people that have forwarded the genre since then. Like even with keynote and PowerPoint and all of that out, you know what I'm saying? Nobody has really taken grasps of the, the visual aspect. With, that goes back know, to red. Get tech savvy. Tech savvy. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I said it goes back to Red, you know, and, and him letting everybody know to get text. That's one thing I can always say yeah. about my big brother. He has always been the one that whispered in my ear and told me about something, not just technology, but something. And it sounds so crazy at the moment, but I guarantee two years go by, and mm-hmm. if that thing ain't at the top, it always is. You know, I remember when he first told me about Juvenile. I could go there with it. He talked about Juvenile before dude even came out, and then all of a sudden this dude comes out and he blows up. He always had that eye. He always had mm-hmm. that power of being able to see ahead of that curve in regards to what was going to come and what was going to hit. You know, so. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you, son. Oh, yeah. You know what You know what I realized? You yeah. got the periscope. Huh? I said you got the periscope. You got the periscope. Well, you see around the that's, corner. But that's Hey Rule. <laughs> hey Rule has a vision. Hey Rule, remember Hey Rule comes back comes back from the future to talk about. He speaks and and and, and I'm Hey Rule Kuti. So as as Hey Rule Kuti and also to Hootie, I speak the future into existence because the, remember time is a, a, a centrifugal. Mhm. So I've always had the I've always had the ability to have that hey rule that falcon vision and pierce into the into what is known as the future. 
But mm-hmm. the fact that I'm able to I, I'm able to see myself there because remember we exist. I'm able to see myself in the castles of Spain. I'm able to see myself in the in the temples in the, in the pyramids. I'm able to see myself in the temples of Kemet and things of that nature because remember we are existing at the same damn time in all of these places. That's right. And we and we create our realities and everything is at the center of your universe. That's why I'm always I'm like yo. If everybody, if everybody around you is a star, then who, what are you? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody around you shines like a star, then you've got to be the sun. you the one. This is your movie. Mm-hmm. Right. This is yours. Inky's, uh, Inky's on like the line, that. That's Red. what I had to realize that, huh? I said Inky's back on the line. Okay. okay. I, don't know if you, I don't know if you see his hand or not. Um, you know. I was, he was. I, was, I opened it and it, it dropped again, so I'm waiting on him to call back. Oh, okay, cool. Now, nah, go ahead, man. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just, you know, um, but Blue got the vision, too. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to when it comes to the culture, when it comes to the, the acoustics, when it comes to the visual cortexes and things of that nature, that's that's where, that's where you know, and, 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 and there's even... You know, the videos, the videos that we've been doing, the ones that we've been putting on record, on digital record, you know what I'm saying, time stamping it, like carbon copying it. That's the power of this electronic. Um, Mom was talking earlier about Dr. Ben's era versus this era. This era, we've pierced, you understand what I'm saying, with this electronic technology and information moving Mm -hmm. at the speed of light. We live in the light Mm -hmm. era, family. This is the light Mm -hmm. co-era, the Phil Valentine, the fifth dimension. It changed everything. The Internet Mm -hmm. changed everything. You feel what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So we are operating, we are light workers, me, everybody, Blue, KT, Mm -hmm. Mama Pill. Remember, I remember when your first video came on the YouTube network and what it did. When you had the whole natural hair thing, the Afro thing. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! It went oh, yeah. viral. And how, and, and how that multiplied. That my 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 it changed my reference point as to what I wanted to see my sisters to look as. And as a result of that, in my mind, it came as an idea first or a vision for that matter. Because you have, we are you all have to be visionaries. As a futurist, you're a visionary. You see the future mm-hmm. and you make it mm-hmm. and you bring it. You speak about it. You speak it into existence and you mm-hmm. bring it forth in your actions. You do mm-hmm. everything in your powers, to, and 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 that's why we went into video because the power of the video, you're able to for you're able to foretell the future and to tell it in the in the in the form of storytelling through film. So mm-hmm. when we documented the rise of this whole movement, this Harlem movement, this conscious movement, this global, you know, uh, like um, like Minister Inky was talking about that solar force. That that energy, that moving energy, mm-hmm. it's a wave. Solar it is a wave pattern. Yes, it is a wave pattern. Uh, um, what's the word? A quantum physical wave pattern of the past and the future and the present, simultaneously mm-hmm. having conversations and information moving amongst those lines. Now it's do- now it's being done through the light code, through the digital um, realm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. There's never time like this that we exist in at this moment. And like I said, we've been able to put these last videos that we did this last year with Brother Rich, right, Blue mm-hmm. Pill? We 
spoken stuff directly into existence from those videos a week later, a day later, a two days later on his radio show numerous times. Do the knowledge. <laughs> that's that's right. the work. The work is no. the work is being the creators. God is a creator. God is a verb. God creates. So right. if you're living out your vision, then you are the God of that world. You're the God of that universe. It plays as many different characters. Remember, if you think about it in an individual term, I can't speak about me as an individual. I don't exist like that. I'm a collective. I'm part of everything. Look. The whole circle is right. one. Mhm. And Everything like the brother K T talks Okay. You know, he talks about the red and the blue and it being spectrums of light, you know what I'm saying? So when you're talking about the vision as well, I think that it's best befitting to say, you know, red is good with the two to three year visions. I'm good with the five to ten year visions, as Facts. people will attest to me personally. Yes. Because, you know, my waves are longer. His waves are shorter. That's why it's red. That's right. Mine's are That's right. They're longer. They're poop. Saying so. You prepare. You prepare the people. <laughs> yeah, you the heartbreakers. Yes. You prepare. You I come. Prepare I, lay the the, I lay the foundation for these situations in these communities, and then I disappear, and I go and do something else, and then they come into existence. You know what I'm saying? I had 2 million views on YouTube <laughs> before Sarnetta or Red Pill put up their very first joint. My, I had 2,000 views by 2009. I had an account on January 1st, uh, what is it, 2007, is when I opened my YouTube account with me and Majesty with Street Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, a million Nipsey, his, a Nipsey Hustle documentary, the very first day we put it out on Worldstar, a million views. And now he's, they're saying he's oh. the next thing in independent. Music, so always ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? I introduced Black Dot to Shabazz and um, Brother Chris, and they created the Metaphysical Underground, which became the latest incarnation of the conscious community that we know about, the young version. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So mm-hmm. I've always been there to say, look, let's, you know, Let's put in this particular energy to start this uh this small spiral, and that spiral has the ability to turn into a tornado. You know what I'm saying? And um and all this you know, energy that y'all hear, all this energy that y'all hearing tonight, and all this work that we have done, and all this power that we have put forth, is based upon the energy, <laughs> the galactose, the milk that we was able to retrieve from from our great mother. And we have the opportunity now of bringing her forward to the people, you know. So that's why it's so important, so vitally important that y'all all do yourself a favor and make sure that you experience her stories, her energy, her power firsthand so you can understand why me, KT the Arc Degree, Blue Pill, Red Pill, why we resonate where we resonate because of the foundation yeah, yeah. That was provided to us. Absolutely. Um, none of this would be possible without her. Like I said, family, we share a lunar eclipse cycle. And I know it might be hard for some people to fathom what I'm talking about because I'm talking about um, anatomical structures and I'm talking about, uh, you know, planetary structures or what have you. 
but I don't think that small of myself. You know what I'm saying? I know that there's a, 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 a super sun out there, a red dwarf planet with my name and my soul on it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I know about myself. So, like, there you go. So what, what is what is a moon? You know, what is a lunar cycle? You know what I'm saying? We tied into these things. So it wouldn't be possible without her. That's why she closes the cycle. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we were all breastfed. We all were able to um, benefit from her shaping our consciousness, you know what I'm saying, by way of us nurturing. And we was twins family, so you got to understand that this lady is, is not selfish, you know what I'm saying? She's selfless. Like, she let me and my brother live. <laughs> she gave. <laughs> she gave, you know she, gave she gave, and she's still giving. She gave freely of herself. You know what I'm saying? This is her nature. This is what she does. You know what I'm saying? She let us live, you know. And, um, you know, she continues to bring forth. So before we go any further, Mom, because everybody's not going to be able to make it to Atlanta, I want you to share your information for the people that do want to get in contact with you, you know what I'm saying, that do want to get some of this information and your products. You have a new product line. Talk about your products. Let the people know what you have to offer. Okay. Um, come on, you want to explain the new, because uh, you created the brochure and really the written material, the new written material. Uh, okay. You, you want to explain on the new pro, our new product line, the, uh, the um, go ahead, you can. Okay, sure, over. sure. Um, well, there's a, there's a there's a number of things um that we offer. First of all, um my mother's company goes by the name of Greenleaf, Greenleaf Herbal Solutions. Um and within Greenleaf Herbal Solutions, we offer a a, a multitude of different tonics, um tinctures, um compounds um that are botanically based, uh plant-based, wild-crafted herbs meaning not herbs that were grown on a farm, herbs that have been growing in their natural environment for hundreds of years, untampered. So they're, they're able to retain their most potent properties as they grow and they develop and they go through their processes, um, contain contain those type of plants inside. So we have the, the iron compound, which is called oxyhemo because it increases the hemoglobin production within inside the bloodstream, um, increasing your capacity of oxygen, which is definitely necessary for you to uh, release the energy when you eat food and every other process in your body, you need oxygen for it. Um, we have Nervino, um, Nervino, which is for the nerves, um, and we're talking about motor skills. We're talking about cognitive function. Um, we're talking about, you know, when you knock that cup off the counter and then you grab it in midair without looking, you know, those little moments like that, you want to get your body in tune again. And um, our Nervino provides the proper minerals um, that are necessary to feed your nervous system so that it can reawaken and it can do the job that it needs to do. Um, the colonies, 
colonies is, is for your elimination system, not necessarily a laxative, which is more of an irritant, but a, a nutrient that provides the elimination system with the proper nutrition so that it works properly, so everything is regular and it flows. You're supposed to be having a bowel movement after every meal, you know, and then you're also supposed to urinate all the toxic waters out of your body, all right? Um, we also have immunoblast immunoblast is is a a uh, tonic that is utilized in order to reinforce the immune system you know your your homeland security your adt force you know to prevent anything from coming in and compromising you know the front lines um and then we have the 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 nourishers we have the male the uh, male uh, nourisher, and we have the female uh, nourisher, the master male and the master female nourisher. And what these do is is not just like a Viagra, you know, or these pills that you catch at barbershops and stuff that, you know, bring you that rise, that, that one session. No, we're talking about fixing the problem. We're talking about dealing with the issue. So it replenishes, it renourishes your whole reproductive system so you're not dealing with your erectile dysfunction or the women are not dealing with the particular problems that they may be having um in that area as well. And it's a it's a it's a very, very quick response as well as not something that you're taking for two months and waiting for something to happen. It's actually so potent that you you're, you're going to slow down, you know, on your dosage. <laughs> That's the type of um, responses that we're actually getting back on that product, which is very, very popular because that's one of the, you know, most popular um, um, issues that are, that's going on right now, you know, across the board. Um, we also have, of course, our CMOS Plus. You know, you hear Blue Pill talk about CMOS all the time. You hear me talk about CMOS all the time. We're talking about a red algae that's over um, 500 million years old in the Precambrian era. It's still here. What makes it so powerful is it's able to absorb high-frequency beams of light, ultraviolet light, and store them. It holds 200 times its weight. And if you come to the lecture, I'm going to be talking about this hidden component in CMOS that no one knows about that they have these recent studies on and what it means to the future of the anti-age industry. It's going to be, it's going to be spectacular when I debut this information. Um, but we have CMOS Plus, and it's called Plus because, remember, she was talking about that sour sop earlier, that powerful uh, uh, um, anti-carcinogen plant, mm -hmm. the antioxidant, mm -hmm. anti-carcinogenic plant. She, it mm -hmm. has the leaves. The leaves, are, uh, she has the essence of that plant inside that CMOS Plus as well. So you get all the properties of the CMOS, which is a demulcent, something that helps to heal the mucous membrane in the body and get um, all of the stale waters that are getting stored in the tissues to flush out. It's also providing great antioxidant properties, which destroys free radicals, which are the, the atoms and the molecules in your body that run rampant and have no control. They're able to take them in and utilize them in a more harmonious and productive uh, manner. So when you look across the board at, at all these products, um, that Greenleaf Herbal Solutions provides, these are all handcrafted um, by our mother, 
<laughs> you know, and and every single bottle that you get is not just containing wildcrafted herbs. It's not just containing a powerful compound and formula. What it contains is the light of love that our mother is putting in each and every bottle. Wow. I love you, Mama. Well, that was great, Kamani. That was great. Now, you forgot to leave out the fact that you're doing formulations, too, for Green Leaf Herbal Solutions. Oh, yeah, you know, I I do. I do. You pass, you, pass, you pass the torch on to me, and I'm doing it, too, you yeah, know. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's about Mama. You, yeah, you do that immunoblast, and you do that Nervino, which everybody says, oh, my God, this thing tastes so smooth. Oh, my God, yeah. Hey, got I got a great teacher. Yeah, it's got that combined you know, energy I, in it. You know, yeah. I had to, I had to take some because he was talking about it so cold blooded. I had to go and get some and take some while he was talking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah. it, it tastes so smooth. It's so consistent. What? Like I could OD on the bottle. It tastes that good. Yeah, yeah but listen, it's good so, stuff, man. Kamani, explain to them the new way we're packaging it now in the two-ounce dropper. Okay, so so what we're doing now is we're putting it in our two-ounce uh, bottles with droppers because, you know, just like just like Red was talking about earlier, we, we're in the age of light where things are moving light speed. People got places to go. They got things to do. So we, we're putting it in this portable package so you can be on the go. And, and when you're waiting at the bus stop or you're sitting in traffic or you're, you're waiting for your train to arrive, you could jump into your purse, your bag, your pocket, your satchel, whatever you got, pull, pull the bottle out, drop it underneath the tongue, and you get this concentrated, potent, preventative measure, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about preventative. Stop waiting until your foot about to fall off. Okay, yeah, stop way into your yes, prevention. Proactive. That's what it's all Proactive. about. That's Proactive. I, Do it before. Yeah. Right. See, that's what that that's what was so cool about place in which our ancestors were like created, the environment of which God created our ancestors, which was trop, you know, which was with along the equator, you know, Africa, you know, a lot of these Caribbean islands, a lot of our our foreparents come from these regions. Now, the cool thing about these regions is when you look at the indigenous food that was that that is abundantly available there, when you look at the wild vegetation that is abundantly growing in these places, and you realize our ancestors, this is what they would eat. This is what they ate. This is what they ate every day. All that sustenance was preventative. In other words, the food was the medicine, and the medicine was the food. So there was no such thing. There was no such a thing as diabetes. There was no such thing as high blood pressure. There was no such thing as um, hypertension, heart disease. It was no culinary diseases because nobody's uh, arteries and blood vessels were getting were getting clogged with plaque and fatty substance and any of that. I mean, it was unheard of because those foods didn't allow for those kinds of situations to develop. You see? There were no heart attacks. There was no erectile dysfunction. 
As a matter of fact, CMOS gained the reputation of being called an aphrodisiac. They called it strongback. Strongback because people, you know, the men were able to hold such, you know, like strong erections that they also would wind up getting these nicknames, these cultural uh, uh, nicknames such as wood and, you know, you know, hard as, hard as, yeah, hard as wood, you know, as far as the direction was concerned, that's how women would talk about men's ability to get an erection. They would, they would compare it to the hardness of some of the hardest wood that grows in the Caribbean islands. And that would be like the mahogany tree, you see, but that's only (laughs) because sea moss is such a potent nourisher that it it nourished the male body so well and effectively that the man was able to sustain this erection for long periods That's of right. time. You, you see what I'm saying? And, you know, continuously without a problem. So, you know, I said all that to say that our ancestors were able to live their lives in a proactive way Everything about how they live was a proactive action. So yes. it prevented disease. It maintained the health, vitality, stamina, you know, um, and they were able to, like, really live lives of longevity in very, very well, strong, you know, states of health and fitness. You know, they weren't they they didn't experience longevity where they were where they were dying and, you know, full of decay and pain and suffering. No. It's in paradise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, you know, um that that's so, the line right there. Yeah, so that was great, Kamani. Thank you very much. And so, um uh I do have a phone contact number and um uh Greenleaf Herbal Solution we has a website. So oh, you're going I'll to give, give them that. Yeah. I'll give you the website. Uh there's a there's a um email contact, uh email address and phone number. So website is uh greenleaf hyphen herbs dot com. That's greenleaf hyphen herbs dot com and that'll take you to Green Leaf Herbal Solutions and the email address is greenleafherbs at gmail dot com. That's greenleafherbs at gmail dot com and the phone number the phone number con or the contact phone number is four two four two zero zero Five four six nine two zero zero five four six nine area code four two four. So um wanna see all of you out in at um Atlanta uh this Saturday, April fourth, and um Kamani will mention that address again. And um for those of you that don't make the Atlanta 
um, lecture. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be appearing um, in um, other cities uh, throughout uh, the spring, summer, and fall of this year. So we'll be uh, making that information available to your your list, the, the KTL listening audience so that you guys can catch us when we come to a city near you. Okay. And we also have, we'll also have the DVD of Of the first lecture. uh, Of the first lecture and um, lecture number two available. So we'll, we'll be able to give you the information also on how those uh, DVDs uh, can be uh, purchased. So I want to, I want to thank Red Pill, Blue Pill, uh, Arch Degree, Minister Inky, uh, the listening audience of uh, KTL, and um, want to again um, give my condolences and my peace, love, appreciation, gratitude to uh, Dr. Ben's family once again. Yes, indeed. Let's take some callers before you uh, part ways. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, family, we're going to go to the phone lines. Any questions, comments, or concerns, now is the time to press 1 on your phone. We will open up your line, all right, and bring you in. So let's do this. Let's go to uh, Let's go to the first caller. Let's go to caller from the 857 Three four five. Call it from the eight five seven. Three four five. Peace. Peace. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we do. Peace. We can. All right. This uh, the funny thing about this is I didn't even know I was in the queue. Um. Yeah. This is Arafat from Boston. I was just. I was just listening in, soaking in all the knowledge. So I just really want to say, um, I didn't even have a question. I just want to say uh, peace and thank you all for, for all that you shared. Uh, when are you ready to bring him to Boston? That's the next question. <laughs> oh, oh, Boston is ready. So Boston is ready. So, look, we need to look at We see you warming that thing up out there in Boston, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your circuit is popping. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, had to open yeah, the way up. It's not, but it looked like you're doing your thing out there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're definitely trying and trying to build. And, um, look, the, the city is ready for the information. There's nothing really happening, you know, here, you know, when, when compared to, to other places like New York and, you know, Philly and, and other other such areas. So we're just trying to prime them up and, and, and get them ready. And, and, and they're drooling. So, yeah, let's, let's look at the summertime. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, so, um, so getting getting contact us for the getting contact with us for the DVD. You know, I will because part of one of you know while I was listening, it's so interesting. Um, I have a um, you know I, got, I have a sister who um, unfortunately you know is um, you know been diagnosed diagnosed with cancer and. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing was that, you know, here I am, I'm sitting here beside my sister while I'm listening, 
And, um, you know, she's actually getting Reiki from one of my other sisters. But, um, and so everything y'all was saying was just so in tune with what was going on. Um, especially yeah. with the whole, the whole thing about, you know, being terminally ill and that, and that not being something that, you know, our ancestors even had a word for. Yeah. I just, that all hit right home. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we definitely need this information. And, um, yeah, we, we would love to have you, you guys out, out here for the workshop. I think that's the area we haven't even touched on yet is the health. All right. Well, um, well we're, we're here. Yeah, cause so, so I'm sure Kamani will give out his number at the end of the um, program. Yeah, so you just, I'll give yeah, it out, it, I'll give it out right in, now. Get in contact with us. Hey, look, I'm linked in. We need to bring the whole family out, man. Look. Yeah. 404-492-2026. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to need that again. But, um, but Pills, y'all can get that to me, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. say it again. It'll be on the show, so you know, okay. get it from them, or you can replay the show, and and I'll have it on here. Indeed. All right. We in there. Uh, okay, thank thanks you. again, y'all. For, thanks again for all the knowledge. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Absolutely, right. brother. Shout out to the Bean, and of course, all the family out there. All right. Yes, yes. If thanks, peace. Peace. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Go to the caller, the 862-754. Caller from 862-754. Peace. Caller from the 862 the line is open. Peace, family. You there? All right, we're going to keep it moving. All right, we got a caller from the 11111 Skype. Peace from the 11111. Peace, Lord. Peace, can Lord. You peace, Indeed, everybody. Yes, we can. Uh, all right, peace to the mother pill. This is Raku. How you doing, my mom? Hey, Cosmo. Hi. Hi. Peace. Good evening. Hey, listen, I really... um. I really appreciate, you know, um, you, okay, because I know what you what you did, and um, you know, you're the originator of the, of the recipe for the uh, for the treatment uh, of that virus. So, and I recognize that, you know, and I feel so privileged just to be able to talk to you, you did, because you know, I wonder how many of you are walking around on this planet, and um, I think it's criminal. That um, pardon me, you know the extreme use of terms, but I think it's criminal that you are not world renowned, you know, propped up on the throne, and and you know, really, you know, seriously, because of that contribution, you know, the the mucus elimination, the whole thought of it is like crazy genius walking around in your two and your kids. Oh my God, I love all your sons like they're my own brothers, you know that. But anyway. Oh. Any rate, Mama, I just wanted to say thank you. I wanted to extend my greetings to you personally, you know. Thank you. Because <laughs> I didn't hear back from you on that schedule I gave you, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, um, it must have went well. So, you know, I'm going to sign off. I know there's a lot of people that have some questions for you. I had a lot, too. But once once I got in front of you, you know, um, I feel like the whole world's watching and I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me go. You have a good okay. night. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right.
All right, Rob. Peace. All right. You got a... Um, 215-609. Call up in the 215. Philly, Philly, peace. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Peace. Loud and clear. Peace, okay. peace, peace to everybody on the line. Um, Sorry if I'm a little, little frantic. I'm transporting equipment. I was hoping Rob was going to stay on for like another 45 seconds, but it's all good. <laughs> um, you know, I just want to say... Good evening to everybody. You know, I'm just glad that things personally worked out in my schedule to where I'm able to catch the shows live again, you know, and peace to Mama Pill. Um, I refer quite a few people to her, whether they called or not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, I just passed on the information, but Red and Blue can tell you about those random phone calls, like, you know, what's Mama Pill number? What's the website again? So, you know, just peace to you for doing the work and for bringing these boys into the world, these men into the world, whom I've established a relationship with just based on the information and, and making myself present and knowing that it was something greater than me at work. So, you know, thank you to all of you guys. Like, oh, let me take a breath. Thank me. you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in, I'm in go mode right now. But, yeah, um, you know, we're entering into this cycle. And peace to Inky, too. I know he cut in, in and out briefly. But we're, we've mm-hmm. entered into this cycle where, for the people who know, you know, this is the, the real new year. And um, I just want to let everybody know that you just got to tell your story, as Blue and Red said. You know, do you. Like, mm-hmm. everybody has mm-hmm. greatness in them. And, you know, we're mm-hmm. relying on these jobs and these other external forces to tell us what we're worth and, and what we can mm-hmm. have. But, you know, you just got to listen to mama, first of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tie your boots and just go out and take it, you know. Like, yeah. I'm currently working on, you know, literature, art, and music at the same time. And it's a little bit stressful, among other things. But, you know, I just want to – I'm grateful to be able to just talk to you in the presence of all of your sons, you know. And I'm humbled by the experience, and I'm appreciative of the information because – I am a holistic health practitioner myself, and mm-hmm. a lot of things that you've, you've shared, either by me hearing you or hearing the people you've influenced, like your sons, has expounded my work on a, on a tremendous level. So thank you, and I'm a, forever one of your one of your sons from the from the creator. So peace to the peace to my brothers, you know, peace to Rob, peace to Inky, peace to everybody listening. I love y'all. I'm out. Forty four. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being your authentic self and, you know, um, doing all those creative things, like you said, all at one time. You just have to make sure you keep your body strong, you know, with the exercise and the water and the nutrition. And, you know, you'll, uh, you know, you'll be able to steadfast with doing all those creations simultaneously. You've got to take care of your body, you know, and keep it fit. Yes, ma'am. And if you don't, it'll let you know what you need to do. Listen. Yeah, yes, it will. You know, that pain that pain <laughs> in your knee is not just a pain in your knee, you know? Yes, yes, yes. So we'd like to come back. to Philly. You, you're in Philly? We'd like to come to Philly. Oh, yeah. There's some things going on, but I'm not going to take up all the time and tell you this and tell okay. you that. But I know how to okay. get at you. I know how to get at your boy. So it's some, definitely some okay. things in the works, and I'll just leave it at okay, that. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your comments.
right. Peace, Peace. brothers. Peace. Okay. Uh, take a trip down to the 832. Call her from the 832-887-832-887. Call her. Peace to you and yours. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love, family. Peace to Red and Blue and Mama Pill. This is Nathanubia. I just wanted to say um, uh, the part of the show that I heard, I mean, of course, I, I mean, I listen to Mama religiously, and I've been trying the blood tonics and the um, colon cleanse that she sent. And, of course, I've been documenting on Instagram and on Snapchat about the fast I've been doing. And that's very hard for me to just cold turkey, just not eat because I love food. <laughs> and then what I realized with through doing the fast that um, there was one day that I got the, the blood tonic. And, the, and and also I mixed it with the um, – excuse me because I'm a little nervous. I know I'm always nervous when I call into the radio. But um, I mixed it with the gold, the gold water. Mm-hmm. With from you, yeah, um, and it was immediately. It was like zing, like immediately. <laughs> I was like, "Still, what was the sudden this time? Oh my god! I felt like a brand new woman. I felt like I was rebirthed within five minutes. Like, <laughs> I mean, because you know, when fasting, you feel sluggish sometimes and tired, and moody, and all that. But that blood tonic, I was just like in the gold. It was just magical. And it, I felt like I just go days without eating easily, you know. Um, <laughs> so that was very powerful experience for me, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And so I'm, I'm extremely excited about this, this, this um, green leaf product line. I mean, I can't wait to try more. I mean, I'm, I've done the colonies, and you know, I'm, I don't want to tell my business, but you know, I'm regular anyway. <laughs> But I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just really excited about this line. And even with my mom, I had her try some of the blood tonic, and she's anemic. And she doesn't yeah. even, I don't hear her complaining about getting cold at all anymore. So I'm like, wow. So I started doing the research myself. And it was something that I found, and I just want to read it real, real quick. It said, blood tonics today are used for cancer prevention, cancer treatment, liver health, viral and bacterial infections. In the days of old, blood tonics were called spring tonics. And farmers will mm-hmm. religiously take them come springtime. So first yep. time. Mm, check I that out. I had a long sedentary winter to get their sluggish blood in shape for the upcoming spring of farming. A custom mm. that has been lost in today's world. Why? And why are blood tonics readily available in purchase at holistic healers or from health stores? Could it be that pharmaceutical companies don't want any competition from herbal and botanical medicines? Now, we already know that. But I'm saying, what mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. time than now to get that mm-hmm. blood tonic? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just, hey, that, yeah. to feel something within five minutes and to feel vibrant, like, full of energy. Like, I mean, like, no, like, I mean, Marina gives you energy and spirulina gives you energy, but that blood tonic was just immediate with that gold water was an immediate zinc. And so mm-hmm. I just want to say um, I'm just so excited about this line, and um, I'm nervous always talking on the radio, but uh, Mama Pill, I'm very excited. Thank you um, for creating this line with um, Katie, and uh, that's it. Peace. <laughs> and I want to encourage everybody also to fast. 
because, um, just to say that as well, um, because fasting is, I mean, it's, it's, it's so therapeutic. It's so easy. It's easier than most people think. If you can get through the first three mm-hmm. days, you know, just drink a lot of water, especially spring cleaning. Spring cleaning is a perfect mm-hmm. time to cleanse out all yeah. that waste, all that nasty crap that you've had over the holidays. You know, mm-hmm. just drink lots of water throughout the day. Even if you want to do like a Ramadan style fast, you know, just, just which I mean, what I mean by that is just drink a lot of water throughout the day. Take those tonics, you know, and um, at night when the sun goes down, eat you something light, you know, a little salad or something. Um, I at least encourage that at least one to three days starting out or seven days. I don't know. But I guess I can't say what you should or shouldn't do because, of course, everybody can't do that. But for me, it works. If you, uh, you know, if you have any type of sicknesses, I heard it's not the best thing. But um, I'm going to ramble on because I'm, I'm nervous. But thank you, Mama <laughs> Joe, for um, creating that. You're welcome, Nubia. That was great. That was great. That was great. That was really great to share your experience. Yes, it was. So, okay, peace and love, family. You're welcome. Thank you. Continue your journey. Thank you for your testimony. Definitely. Yeah, so, you know, it's like a few hours remain, oh, a few hours, not a few hours, 15 minutes remaining, and it'll be April 1st, you know. So wow. another another tradition around our household family. In addition, the two most important things that my grandfather, you know, my mother's father always said around the house was, you know, he was drilling into our head the importance of the number four and how it was tied into the woman because he, uh, you know, he deified the existence of the woman on this planet. And... um. He would always talk about April 1st, April 1st, April 1st. You know, he said the new year began at the vicissitude of spring, the beginning. You know, that's when the uh, you know, the new birth happens, you know what I'm saying? And instead of celebrating it on March 20th or March 21st, he said traditionally there would be a seven-day ceremony after then, you know what I'm saying? And, and April 1st was when the real kickoff started, you know, and he told of the stories of when the Gregorian and other calendar systems came in and, you know, the uh, the villagers and the commoners didn't catch on as of yet, you know what I'm saying? And that's where the April Fool's thing came in, you know, because they were the last ones to catch on that the systems or the calendars had been switched up. Whether that story is true or not, it's true in some parts of the world, you know what I'm saying? And other people in other parts of the world might have different origin stories for what April Fool's Day meant, but I think that we all in unison can agree that spring is here, and and that's pretty much what April signals for us, you know what I'm saying? Um, So these are new beginnings. Um, April is the the fourth month in the Gregorian calendar, but it's the first month in other calendars, you know what I'm saying? So, and, um, you know, we're going to celebrate it. We're going to honor it, you know? So I want to dedicate tonight's program to my grandfather and my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that wherever there is, they're together, you know? Mm. So. <laughs> wow. Wow, Beautiful that was brother. wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yes, it was. So, 
Okay. They will be, uh, well, they are honored, you know, that we are here together on this program, ushering in this energy going into the first, because, you know, anybody that knows him know April 1st is his day. Oh, yeah. Let's go to call up from the 347 906. 347 caller 906. Greetings. Peace. Yeah, greetings. Greetings, red pill, blue pill, um, especially mama pills. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is Shamir, Shamir Akita. My name on the on the chat line is Ja Awa, but I decided to call in, you know what I'm saying, because, like you said, tomorrow is April 1st, and it's the new year, so I've got this new feeling within me, to, to, you know, to start making a change. And to hear what, you know, Mama Pill was saying, she may not be my mother biologically, but but you know, systematically through the universe, I know we have a connection because I resonate what she's saying. Like I know when Mama talk, and I say, when I say Mama, her being herself and was why we originally upon this planet, and y'all being my older brothers, especially KT, the Ash degree, and Brother Inky. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure my voice be heard. So for a while, you know, I've always been listening. I say, you know, I'm going to call in and, and talk and give my input and, you know, try the game. But for some reason, but it's no accident. Cause you know, I said the new moon is coming. The um, the blood moon, whatever they want to call it, is happening this this Saturday. Everything is for a reason, you know. So everything she was saying, I just feel so pleased to know that, you know what I'm saying, it is it, it, vibrating within me. So I just had to call in, just making you know, Mama, I love you, and I give thanks for the information what you're saying because it's needed. We need this. The people definitely need this. And it seems to just resonate more tonight for some reason. And there's no accident because we already know April 1st about to come. So I just want to say, you know what I'm saying, keep up the good work. I love what you're doing. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to call you and, and stay up with your red pill, blue pill, my love and all. KT, brother Inky, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep up the good works. Um, I know everybody's been saying they're nervous because, you know, when they come up, it's the energy. Everybody's feeling this energy within themselves. It's like almost overwhelming. So you feel like you don't know what to say, what you want to do. But I just want to let people in one love and one righteousness for all. You know what I'm saying? Just keep up the good work. And that's, you know, that's all i got to say. You know what I mean? Well, thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you for your sentiments. Thank you for sharing. I'm honored right. to, to have resonated with you tonight. Right. Yes. It was needed. It was definitely needed. I could I could not have let this night pass. I mean, I call. I said, regardless of it sound like I'm fumbling, regardless of, you know, if it's, it doesn't sound as important, you know, what I got to say, I just had to make sure that my vibration is felt to our next vibration. You know what I'm saying? So yes. that's, that's yes. my main reason to call it, you know, Everything what you were just saying, like I said tonight, just resonate with me and just let me just swan. Just give me the vibration for just call you. I listen to your son's name every week. And like someone said earlier, like when you from you say KTL and from you say red pillar or blue pill, it's like you say hot 97. You just, it shows your consciousness because if you, if you know you mention these people, it shows that your vibration is on a certain frequency. You understand? So mm-hmm. I just had to, to make sure I said something to the creators to the creator, I should say, of these two giants, or the three giants, I should say. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's all i got to say, definitely. I just have to say something, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. yes. Well, keep in touch yeah. with us. Keep in touch with us so that when we get the the DVD ready, you you know, you can um, call us so we can. You're in New York? Yes, I'm I'm actually on Jamaica Avenue. I just moved to Jamaica Avenue, so, yeah, oh, you know great. what that is in Queens. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to yeah. follow up. I'm definitely going to call and get the yeah, DVD. Yeah, follow up. 
That way you get the DVD, you get to, you get to um, see, you know, see more uh, of what we shared tonight. You'll be able to have it on DVD in your home and listen to it, you know, and share it with family and friends. Right. Definitely you will. You know what I'm saying? And not to go on again, but I I, I signed up on the Blog Talk Radio, like I said, about two, three years ago, and I never went on. I never even, I just put my name on, I created the account, and it just so happens that tomorrow it's April 1st, and John willing, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to go on tomorrow, because that's the day I'm scheduled to be on tomorrow, too. So even if no one listens, I'm going to try to go and do it like I always show at my very first show, because I have a lot yeah. to know after import, you know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely going to look, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. Y'all inspired me today to move forward with it. Your show you know what I mean? going to be, man. Yeah? What's your show? Well, the name of it is, just as my name says, called Ja'awa. And, you know what I'm saying, I just want to, some of the things y'all say, and I want to also interview a lot of technologically based information we y'all be saying, you know. I just want to put it in a package. I, like I said, I don't listen to my very first show. I'm listening from here on out just to see what it's going to be like. But the name of the show, I call it Ja'awa. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm just moving with the, with the spirit of Ra. You know what I'm you saying, with the falcon eye. That's all I could do right yeah. now, you know what I mean? Stay in contact, you know what I'm saying? We have a lot of people that we can refer to your program, not only to listen, but people that can actually come on and, and right. you know, and, 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 and do it, you know what I'm saying? And, and interview them. Which, right. We would Definitely love to be will. getting over You know what I mean? So holler at us, stay in tune. We all had our first show, you know what I'm saying? We know what it feels like to cross right, that threshold, right. but once you get past it, man, you're going to brush your shoulders off. And you're going to be looking forward to the next one. Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Red pill, blue pill, I'm on my pill. I'm KT, arch degree. I'm loving I respect and trust me. I'll give enough inspiration tonight. You know what I mean? So keep up the positive works. I'm more blessed. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. We Let's love you. Talk. We love you. Indeed. All right, mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Bless you. Okay. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Right. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's go to. Uh, That's great. Yes, indeed. Let's go to caller from the 510-510-612. Caller from the 510-612. Greetings, peace. Peace, family. This is Eleanor calling from California. Hey, hey. I'm so proud. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I think 
<laughs> I don't know. I seen. I had ran into Penny Rich. Um, I did an event. There was where was we at? We was in Lamert Park, and um, she was there. She was at this event at Lamert Park, and I creeped up on her like. Are you here? Huh? No, this wasn't. This was last year, right before I left. Oh, oh I ran okay. into her. Oh you know what I'm saying? Goodness. And she was surprised to see me and everything. And I got her card again because I told her I, I misplaced her card. And exactly. What have you. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I just but, found her card. I just found it. What was that, like a week ago? Yeah. You know, I didn't sit down and do a session with her because she was, she was popping. She had a line that you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and she told me. Amir, why are you laughing? I I'll just never forget. Penny <laughs> yeah. is the truth. So yeah, okay. I, I do do want to get her on the program. You know what I'm saying? I do. Absolutely. Oh, that would be great. That would be and great. Just, Paul. just for people who don't know who Penny Rich is, she actually yes. is the mother of Saitha Garrett, um, and she's a yes. magnificent numerologist. And yes. yes. She has and, a very yeah. she has a very unique system. She um she comes from the clan of angels. You know what I'm saying? She's an angel on earth. Yeah. Uh, again, I know that's probably hard for some people to swallow and believe <laughs> or what have you, but no, if you knew Penny knew her, you know what I'm saying? And I I explained to her how I met a lady who vicariously changed my life through her daughter because her daughter wrote Man in the Mirror. That Michael Jackson sang. That song Isn't changed that my life. When I was thirteen, I had church one time. Right, my mother, <laughs> you know, she wasn't into church or none of that. I was staying with our father. Yeah, sometimes I was staying. We were staying with our father and everybody in our in our building. We were living in Flatbush at the time, Eighty Winthrop Street. Everybody in that building had went to church. And, you know, I asked my father, can I go? And he was like, look, it's, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? You can go. You know, I don't condone the shit, but he was like, go and find out for yourself. So me and Red went, and I was spooked out because it was Sunday school, right? And then they had, the, <laughs> they had the art in the Sunday school book. And I think the first lesson that I read was one of them dudes had brought their baby um, to the mountaintop, and God told him to cut him in half and shit like that. I was like, what is this? He's going to cut him And the dude was about to do it, and God was like, chill, I was just bugging. What's wrong with you? Like, you're really tripping off me, huh? So, it's like, damn, Gina. <laughs> you were like, serious. so this, is what, they, so this is what they talk about yeah. in church, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I was oh trying to spook from that experience, and I fell back. And then I was grappling with it because people around you would make you feel all bad for yourself if you don't go to church. <laughs> and I heard that song. I heard that song because they was like, you know, you have to save yourself through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? And then I heard this song from by Michael Jackson, and he was like, yo, the only one that can save you is standing in the mirror. I was like, oh, shit, I ain't going to church no more. Good. I'm like, I gave me the now, answer Paul, to roll with, man, in the mirror. How, how strong is it that at 13 huh? you, could get, you could grasp that message 
only because you were a metaphysician even then. I mean, I didn't have the programming, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have the, the, the early indoctrination. You know, the first seven years are the most important because that's when the program gets inserted into the child, you know, and that's the true. only thing is the child is in leadership in the subconscious. He can't even thwart the program. That's what they become. I wasn't even exposed to it, you know, mm-hmm. outside of he went to St. Croix and it was some Christianity going on on that island, but there were some other things going on in that church that I ain't going to speak about. They kind of threw all that stuff out <laughs> the window. <laughs> I can only so, imagine. I can only imagine. This is what I do want to say, yeah. though. I think one of the most so based profound on experience, lessons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just saying one of the most profound lessons that I learned um, by hanging out with you and your mother was um, – exactly what you just explained about the programming that takes place within the, in the first seven years and how you all came into my life at a time where my son, I believe he was maybe six, mm-hmm. and it was, it was like um, a salvation for me to be able to see how you and your mother flow like water together and that there is like this, there, there's no separation. There's no like I'm the adult and you're the child. There just is this existence between not just the two of you, but but all of you, all of her children. It was the most profound healing lesson for me to learn as a woman being on the planet. And I want to thank you all for being just living examples for the people to see, experience feel you, breathe you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you walk through the streets amongst the people and immediately your divinity is recognizable to absolutely everyone. Um, oh, and then the fact that you just so freely share it, it is, um, it's a life-changing event. That's what oh. I want to say. Oh, I love you. I love you. Oh, Eleanor. Love you, too. (laughs) We love you, too, Eleanor. (laughs) That that was definitely so beautiful and peace of the light to you and your family. Yes, Eleanor. You know what I'm saying? Well, I look forward to you all coming back. Oh, the sun, does not, the sun does not shine the same in California without oh, you. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, you all gotta... did teach me how to hold it down, so I'm doing a pretty good job. Okay, that's fantastic. I see it. I see. I see what you're doing, and I, I, I'm, I, I am so grateful. I, I, I. I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of I'm so proud of your daughter. I see I see her post all the time on Facebook. Oh, she is just oh my God, she is just doing her thing. Amir, oh, the feeling that you brought to to me and my daughter. I remember. I remember. Um, I'm yeah. so happy to see what I see. I'm so happy to see the love. I'm so happy. But this weekend. Is part two of a lecture series that 
Kamani and I and um, Minister Inky are doing, and um, Red Pill and Blue Pill are uh, providing a platform for us to share with uh, their listening audience, both in Atlanta and then, you know, you know, even um, internationally, because they have people listening internationally. And that's like primarily like uh, the work I came to California and I did with you and your family, Eleanor. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly the reason why I wanted to just be able to say something, to speak on it, because I feel like I got to watch I got to watch a transformation take place within you right here in my backyard, mm-hmm. day in and day mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. how you go to the earth um, for grounding and mm-hmm. lie in that sun, which you're already mm-hmm. a light being anyway, you giving birth to all these light beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. But um, from that time, I have seen you move forward into the world as a brand new energy, and mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, extremely proud of you. So Thank you, Ellen. Thank I'm looking you. forward, and, and I'm yeah, on your team looking, and whatever you all need. We're looking forward to bringing the Light of Love Lecture to California. We're really looking forward to that. Okay. Well, we're going to manifest it, and it's going to happen. Okay. Okay. So I love you all, Paul. Come home. Vicky, I dream of California every night So It's only a matter of time But we will return And we are going to uh, You know, bring this tour with us Okay, Okay. that sounds amazing I'll be making tea still All right (laughs) And we will go to the spa That's right that's right. <laughs> okay. All right, Eleanor, I love you. Okay. I love you all too. Peace. All right. Peace. Okay. And with that, I think that um mm-hmm. we'll conclude tonight's program. Well, I want to thank you. Red Pill and Blue Pill, Arch Degree, Minister Inky, and again, the Know the Ledge family. And um, um, it is about love. It's all about yes, love. Indeed. Okay? Absolutely. Love you all. Love you all. Everybody sleep tight. And uh, tomorrow we have a, another day at it. Indeed. Another day. Thank you so much. Another and day. Family. Get another opportunity. Okay, guys. I'm signing out. All yes. right, Mom. Love you. Okay. Love you guys. And make it down here for your for your lecture project. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Indeed. Appreciate you back. Give thanks. All right. Family, like we said, this Thursday, you got that number for them? Yeah. We're going to be yes. on Block Talk with a law team, Wesley Muhammad, Wakil. I don't know if we're going to do this, uh, you know, special appearance by Jay Electronica, but you definitely can listen to a recap of the tour that those brothers went on with Jay Electronica, the debate that they had out in Oxford, the brothers touched down in the Orient. We're going to hear about their silk trade 
experiences abroad in the Far East. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk some geopolitical um, convo with Brother uh, Wesley Muhammad about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, up in Yemen and Saudi Arabia and, and Israel and, and all of these things that are taking place. We're going to put it yes. in its perspective. All right? So we definitely invite the family to be in the building for this monumental episode. Uh, when that show with Brother Rich drops on his YouTube channel, Black Magic 363, with uh, me, KT, and, um, you know, and uh, uh, Brother Aline, you know, definitely make sure that you listen to that program. It's reams and reams of information, you know what I'm saying? Metrotons of, 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 of gemstones being dropped in that show, all right? So you want to check that out. Let me do this real quick. The brother KT's line dropped, but he wants me to share his information with the family, okay? You can contact him at 404-492-2026, or you can email him at kt.kamani at gmail.com. That's K-A-M-A. N-I, all right, and this lecture is going to be taking place on April 4th, all right, that's Saturday, April 4th, at 879, Ralph David Abernathy, that's the sole vegetarian restaurant, shout out to our Hebrew Israelite brethren, okay? Um, Young Red, I got a treat, what's good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to let you do that. I just want to give him that phone number and also say that the show tonight was sponsored by Kings County Clothing, and uh, that's K-I-N-G-Z as in zebra, K-O-U-N-T-Y dot bigcartel.com. The calling number for Thursday's show is 646-595-4289, and that is on blog, talk, radio, Backslash or forward slash the Allah team. Repeat it again. And that is going to be Red and Blue Pill interviewing Dr. Wesley Muhammad and Wakil Allah of the Allah team about global demonstrations dissecting the recent world travels of the Allah team. 9 p.m. Eastern, Thursday. That's a special broadcast. We may have it uploaded on Friday's show, not 100% sure, but um, we'll let you know. But join us. I want the family to come over there. Check us out on Facebook. The commercial is on Facebook on our Know the Ledge page and the Filthy Moreland and Paul Moreland pages as well. Uh, salute everybody. Thank you for joining us for this monumental episode. I give thanks for everybody who was in attendance, you know what I'm saying, to um, – share this this one this monumental um new year's event with us you know we ushering ushering in this new year's i want to say peace to my queen i want to say peace to my daughter peace to my son peace to his mother peace to everybody you know what i'm saying peace to the family peace to the houston family thank you for the hospitality the atl family um we're looking at being in dc uh on friday with uh, wesley muhammad irritated genie and also Zaza Ali, along with a few other people at Howard, um, 
salute and sending love and light to Mumia Abu Jamal, okay, um, and also sending love and light to our ancestor, Dr. Ben. I look forward to seeing the family at the gathering next Thursday in Harlem. That's going to be um, a monumental global event. So let's get on with these treats, though. Yeah, you know, I want to dedicate this to our brother, Dr. Ben, as he's joined with the ancestors, you know what I'm saying? It's a litany of ancestors, a council of elders that he has joined with. Um, You know, this young gentleman made a song in dedication of our great, you know, elders, our great soldiers, those who laid it on the line, those who sacrificed, you know what I'm saying? Some of them feel like they, you know, have died in vain. Um, Some of them have died penniless. Some of them have died without the support of the family. And this is the same people that always are looking for a leader, that are always looking for a savior, that are always asking people to do more, you know what I'm saying, than they're able to provide, you know. So this brother uh, famously has fashioned this song called Mortal Man in which he speaks to all of these complexities and the fact that, you know, those of us with open heart chakras, with bleeding hearts, we don't want to do anything but help but that is not to be taken for granted. You know what I'm saying? So this is our brother Kendrick Lamar, all right, mortal man. Do you believe in me? I 
much you believe in her? Think she gon' stick around if them 25 years occur? Think she gon' hold you down when you down behind bars hurt? Think y'all on common ground if you promise to be the first? Can you be immortalized without your life being expired? Even though y'all share the same blood, is it worth the time? Like who got your best interest? Like how much are you dependent? How clutch are the people that say they love you and who pretended? How tough is your skin when they turn you in? Do you show forgiveness? What brush do you bend with dust in your shoulders from being offended? What kind of thing did they put you in when the lions start hissing? What kind of bridge did they burn revenge on your mind when it's mentioned? You want to love like Nelson. You want to be like Nelson. You want to walk in his shoes, but your peacemaking seldom. You want to be remembered and deliver the message that considers the blessing of everyone. This your lesson for everyone. Say when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? When shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? Won't you look to your left and right? Make sure you ask your friends. The voice of Mandela, hope this flow stay propelling. Let my word be your earth and moon, you consume every message. As I lead this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And if you riding with me, nigga, I've been rolled off before. I got abandonment issues, I hold crutches like bad judges. Don't let me resist you, that's not Nelson like. Want you to love me like Nelson. I went to Robbins Island analyzing, that's where his cell is, so I can find clarity. Like how much you cherish me. Is this relationship a fake or real? It's the heaven's beast. See, I gotta question it all, family. Friends, fans, cats, dogs, trees, plants, grass, how to wind blow, Murphy's Law, Generation X, will I ever be your ex? Flaws of a baby step, mauled by the mouth of bit, paws put me under stress, crawled under rocks, ducking y'all, it's respect for this tomorrow, put my back against the wall, how many leaders you said you needed, then left them for dead, is it Moses, is it Huey Newton, or Detroit Red, is it Martin Luther, JFK, shooting you assassin, is it Jackie, is it Jesse, oh I know it's Michael Jackson, oh when shit hit the fan, is you still a fan? That nigga gave up Billy Jean, you say he touched those kids? When shit hit the fan, then you still a fan. The ghost of Mandela, hope my flow they propellin'. Let my word be your earth and move, you consume every message. As I leave this army, make room for mistakes and depression. And if you ride with me, nigga, let me ask this question, nigga. Misusing your influence Sometimes I did the same Abusing my power full of resentment Resentment that turned into a deep depression Found myself screaming in the hotel room I didn't want to self-destruct The evils of Lucy was all around me So I went running for answers Until I came home But that didn't stop survivor's guilt Going back and forth trying to convince myself the stripes I earned. Or maybe how A1 my foundation was. But while my loved ones was fighting a continuous war back in the city, I was entering a new one. A war that was based on apartheid and discrimination. Made me want to go back to the city and tell the homies what I learned. The word was respect. Just because you wore a different game color than mine's doesn't mean I can't respect you as a black man. Forgetting all the pain and hurt we caused each other in these streets. If I respect you, we unify and stop the enemy from killing us. But I don't know. I'm no mortal man. Maybe I'm just another nigga. 
appreciate it. And that's 